This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. And it's a long day partying in the art world. There's a deadline running through his head, and he's an art boy. Who loves to gossip. He's an art boy who's spilling the tea. Yeah, it's Nate! <laughs> Nate Freeman! Yeah, it's Nate! Oh Nate Freeman! Throw game. You're joined by the Admirable of the Auction House, King of the Column, the Biennale Big Dog, Governor of the Gossip, Titan of the Tea, Baron of the Boldface Name. He got Art Basil on his bezel, the Wizard of the Written Word, the Lord of Luxury. The rumors are false, but the colors are true. Woo! The items are blind, but the vision is clear. The Shindig Shaman, the Soiree Sultan, Pharaoh the Function, Art Commons for Vanity Fair. Nate Freeman. Nate, how are you? <laughs> I am fantastic. That was that was something special. <laughs> you was, really cooked it. You really dude, one it up for, for one me. on that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, we're serenading guests. Big rip. Now. That's it. We're yeah. not. We are. He is. Big rip to my guy Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that the Fendel's hitting up there too, my guy. Woo! Too soon? Mm. No, not soon enough. I mean, he's a legend, unimpeachable legend. He had a bad mm. hip like me. Speaking yep. of legends, Nate, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it is my pleasure. <laughs> this, is, this is just fantastic. This is, we have not been excited. We, this we're very excited for this one. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? We have not been excited for a guest since, <laughs> since last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's couch that. Um, yeah, dude, thanks for joining us. Of course. Uh, you know, I'm just like fresh off the Met Gala here in Greenpoint. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a whole Met Gala episode. We got two hours of fresh recap. off the Met Gala, fresh off the yeah. Venice Biennale. You're telling mm-hmm. this Ellen, this Anali's bisexual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is by Anali. Yeah, <laughs> how late? out to last night you know what i i called it a little early you know there was a met gala in september just six months ago mm-hmm. doing yeah. it again Lest bringing we it forget. Back. <laughs> i know yeah i was out until like five in the morning that's that time and it was just fucking nuts she's partying with leo <laughs> rihanna she was pregnant no one knew it it was great was she True. drinking uh i don't think she was drinking was uh, she smoking in, i don't think that she was doing well the, everyone was smoking and drinking around her like she was mm. like, like engulfed <laughs> in the smoke but she must have been pregnant then because was, was yeah. leo was leo smoking on his big rig oh my god he has the sickest rig i mean like it's this fucking box thing and he just like faces he it. rips it he's fucking it's like a shoe it. box he's on the fucking city bike facing <laughs> that rig with a newsboy cap yeah oh, what a guy in all birds you can hear that shit crackling from across the room yeah in a fucking target t-shirt what a fucking legend <laughs> well nate you're here now wait so what was the call what did you call it last night we got i the called details. it at midnight my okay. wife is pregnant i needed to get right. home there was a lot going on i was at the standard cardi v was performing and i just mm. the boom boom room at, at the boom boom room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the famous uh uh, elevator that you know the shit went down like what six years ago is that like, where Beyonce mm-hmm, and Jay-Z and Solange, Solange. had their little those elevators yeah oh shit yeah and then someone is there a footage. memorial plaque now in the elevator there should be there should be it's <laughs> a historical place in New York City really. Jay-Z got punched got by kicked. his sister-in-law kicked. Mm-hmm. Kicked. Mm-hmm. kicked there was some kicking there was some punching it shit went down I think Rihanna's name might have been involved I, I think so I think it was over Rihanna right yeah, that's that's the legend. <laughs> he, he got, rumors. We're just talking rumors. We don't yeah. know. We don't know. Allegedly, Jay Z got kicked, which is funny because Nas's whole thing was how you forty years old in a tie bow class ho. So you think mm-hmm. he would be prepared to defend himself from? He, well, he wasn't kicks. though. He just took it. Remember, he just didn't do anything. I don't, I don't like, what it. the fuck's going on? Yeah, <laughs> tie bow ho. Yeah, um, Nate. The first thing we want to do 
before we dive into the meat and potatoes mm-hmm. here. It's a little fit check where you're going to walk the audience at home through the totality of the outfit you wore today to the only podcast that matters. The choice for you, good sir, is do you want to start top down or do you want to go bottom up? You know what? Let's go bottom up just because the socks are really the only thing that are cool. Well, the boots. Oh, come the boots. on. And, and the, the bed. Way, the and the bed. Yeah. And this yeah. is the right answer. So yeah. congratulations. You're not a cop. You're not a yeah, police you're, officer. You're not Sick. a RoboCop. Sick. <laughs> well, the boots are APC. They're, mm. they're, they're classic. I just got them. APC. Yeah. They got ripped up in Venice. You know, all the walking. You know, just over the fucking canals, blah, blah, blah. Got them fixed up just a few days ago. They're looking great. Real shout out to this guy on 14th Street that my wife took them to. Don't know his name. (laughs) Your Um, cobbler, shout out your cobbler. He's (laughs) he's gatekeeping. I should have gotten the cobbler's name. Damn, cobbler. You always get the cobbler's name. I always get the cobbler's name. Come on, man. Fuck. And then these socks are Tom Brown, actually. Uh, Can I I see the, what's the design? So is it like the stripies? Okay, the the four stripes. Mm, Yeah. So I uh, was the one Tom Brown John that doesn't have a very conspicuous stripey stripe, mm-hmm. unless you're yeah. wearing them with shorts. Right. Yeah, right. Or, or skirt. Point. Or skirt. They're or, meant or to be skirt. worn with the skirt, the shorts, so you can see the stripes. Right. Um, I wore Tom Brown to my wedding, uh, mm-hmm. which was which was excellent. Shout out Matt Foley who hooked me up. Head to toe Tom Brown. Head to toe Tom Brown. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I had to give the fit back, but they let me keep the socks, which was nice. Oh, the your fit st- was a loner. It was a loner, but you know what? Like, so friend of the brand up until a certain point. Oh, you know, I'm not. Like, you know, I appreciate that's a very humble thing to admit because you could have just lied. No one would know. <laughs> true, true. But you know what? I, I'm being honest here. You know, yeah, this like, is the most transparent podcast in the game. Right. Yeah. I'm not on the reboot of Gossip Girl. They're not going to give me a fucking suit. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm not yeah, Evan Mock. Not yeah. with that. Was Evan, was Evan Mock at your wedding? Evan Mock is not the way. <laughs> was there, was, there was some Evan Mock associated people there. Sure. How is there. how is Evan Mock's butt cleavage last night? Did you see it in person? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't see it in person for some reason, even though he's at every every party on fucking planet Earth. Yeah. Uh, I didn't run into him last night. I have run into him, yeah, basically every other night of my life. The guy <laughs> yeah. who go to the opening. <laughs> last night he was the guy who looked like a little lad who loves berries and cream. That he, was yeah. his vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just loves the berries and cream. He had the frills going on. Also, yeah. if I had cum gutters like that, I would be wearing Let's the go. same thing. I'm yeah, not trying to hate. He had cum gutters on his ass, bro. Yeah. I didn't know it was possible. He had ass gutters. Yeah, I didn't know it was possible to have back cum gutters. <laughs> Damn, dude, he's evolved. Cum the, gutters so deep you can see it from the back. <laughs> the highest uh, form of human evolution. Um, like okay, on a trench. So Tom Brown socks, which you kept from the wedding fit. Yes, yes. A nice little party favor. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, the pants are just the crew. Just, you know, just J. Crew. J. Crew. J. Crew. Mm-hmm. And then this is. Which eight- is back, baby. Yeah, I think the crew is back. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's enough time, you know. Yeah, we're, uh, due for, we're due for the reboot. Mm-hmm. And then an, uh, an APC shirt. You're and an APC guy. I, I like APC. The store is down the street from my apartment. It's just oh, easy. easy. You know, it's just easy. Easy to pop in, blow a bag, mm-hmm. pop out. And then uh, is, that seer- is that a seersucker shirt? Uh, no, it's just a stripey. Okay. It, you know, just seersucker adjacent. But it, I would say it's but, a, but a beautiful um, bangle stripe. It's like a mm-hmm. peach and off white. It's a wonderful shirt. Oh, thank you guys. With the collar yeah. so artfully disheveled. Yes. That's yeah. Sprezzatura. He picked that up in Firenze. No, that's. <laughs> wait, what am I saying? Venezia. Venezia. Vene- Not Firenze. My bad. You just drink the rest of the Negroni, you'll get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry. I need my third Negroni. <laughs> it's the spritzing hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a Brooks Brothers jacket. Just classic. Mm. America. You know? Do you wear a sport coat every day? Or some type of blazer? I, I usually do. Just, I mean, like, yeah, it looks nice, but also I keep my shit in it. Like, you know, I, I do have this really nice Prada bag. Let's talk about the bag. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah let's yeah, talk about the briefcase. Prada bag. Gift for my wife. I love it. I take it everywhere. Wedding it gift just, or just like for... Just uh, like an I love you gift. It was very nice. Mm, yeah. She's like, your bag looks like shit. Take this one. <laughs> yeah. She's actually, like, I'm embarrassed to meet up with you for drinks after work because you bring in your I can openly around. say that's actually why. She if your like, Arcomus shows up with this bag, <laughs> your shit is not selling. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the bag he that ain't I had, filing. 
Yeah, it was like a, a grandfather's or great uncle's bag or something that like still had. Oh, get this heirloom in the trash yeah. and upgrade to the product. Seriously, stamps seriously. from Ellis Island on it. <laughs> Unless we forget the panties. But the underwear. panties, I, I think they're just some Uniqlo shits. I can't even remember. Boxer briefs, boxers, briefs. Uh, boxer briefs. Okay, nice. Did you wear a Tom Brown boxers on your wedding? And do you get to keep those or did they take them back? They didn't give me any boxers, actually. Do they make underwear? I don't know. I, I think they do. Probably. They actually, probably. Maybe not. I think I they know. make like everything. Tom yeah. Brown, if you make underwear, banger. But line. it definitely would be like some briefs, like just straight up You'd tidy so. whiteies. Yeah. He is like a sentient tidy whitey. Are you supposed to wear those him. under the skirts? Yeah. You wear them. Yeah, Versus you, the, strike just, goes, the strike goes up your butt crack. Ah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> racing stripe on the air. Yeah, it comes. It comes with its own type of skid mark. Uh, let's talk about the wedding ring. Is that the? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's like square. Well, it's only square because I need to get it fixed. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's broken. It's a. It's a little dented. So, how do you, no, how do you it's dent like, it? It's really good gold. Punching Jay Z. Like, you know, it's just like it. Like mm. you know, if I do like a fucking like. It's ring soft. Thing, it's soft. Know? It's soft. Yeah. That's so, how you like, know it's good. Mm, yeah. No, no. No. That's how you know it's good. Are you but, a big gesticulator? Because that shit looks I like it's seen damage. I gesticulate, and yeah. It's, so it's 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 weathered. You know. I love it. It's weathered. It's battered. Mm, mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and we are sipping on Negronis, which wasn't your first request, right? Well, what was your I first? Mean, you know, I would have just said like any any beer will be fine, obviously. But you know what? I was. But in, you didn't. Well, I didn't. Say, <laughs> I didn't say. Well, I was in like a sort of Venetian mindset last week when we were talking about this because, you know, I was just in Venice. With of course. Mm. I drank a lot of Campari, a lot of Negronis, you know, just because they don't really know how to make other cocktails. So, like, that's like a solid order. <laughs> right. You know, if you go you can't and, like, fuck it, it's hard to fuck up. You can't really order a margarita. You know, like, they're going to be like, like, what's that? Like, like, a, know? like a big yard yeah. in a plastic a grenade, tube. hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get an Irish car bomb. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they don't know what that is. Yeah. The, Luigi they, is not a fan. the IRA is there if you say Irish yeah. You can't get too yeah. fucked up. You'll fall in the canals and die. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, a lot of people fall in the canals and live, but like, <laughs> I have one friend who's who always comes to Venice with the Minali and he always ends up falling in the canal. Really? Always, yeah. Because he's too fucked he's up? Hammered? Yeah, because, you know, it's just like, you know, 30 Negronis later, what do you think happens? <laughs> 30? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, if he, if he can fucking swim after 30 Negronis, that is a man after my own heart. You asked for Campari spritzes. <laughs> right, because And that's we like were like, we'll kick it up a notch. There we go. You know, I, I love a Negroni, obviously, yeah. and that's, you know, what I was drinking a lot in Venice and, you know, mm -hmm. obviously. And we love to liquor up a fucking writer at 4 p.m. or now 5 p.m. on a fucking it's, Tuesday. It's, it's drinking hour. I yeah. filed a big story today. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's get into the meat and potatoes, Nate, mm -hmm. Nathaniel. Um, Real big questions only on this podcast besides what panties are you wearing? Mm -hmm. Can you please to ex explain to our cave dwelling troglodyte barbarian audience why art is important? Why art is important? Is art important? Yeah. I think art is important for the sort of basic level. Like, you know, I think that it's important for everyone to be, you know, aware of what's happening culturally, whether it's, you know, literature or film or contemporary art. Contemporary mm -hmm. art, I think, is just part of a balanced cultural diet. Um, it's seeing what, you know, the people on the forefront of, you know, creative uh, outlets are doing, you know, and so it's important just to check out what's like happening in the museum, even if it's not your passion, even if it's just like something that you awareness is key. Yeah, exactly. You think it's responsible of a person to just kind of totally. keep their ear to the ground a bit. Yeah, art. I mean, especially if you're in New York or London or even L.A. Now, it's just part of what you experience, I think. Uh, and that being said, I also, you know, write about the business of art a lot. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, that ties in and draws in, you know, the richest people and the most powerful people in the world. And so art is a connecting tissue between so many people who call the fucking shots. And like, if you sit down with an art dealer, you know, they have 
dirt about every single rich person in the world because they sell them art. They're like, and no, Jay Z like, got Jay Z got kicked, not punched. Then he bought that fucking pasta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's like like literally how it goes. He gets punched by his sister in law, and then he buys pasta. You know, that, 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 that's just like a day in the, the life. Pipeline of from hope. domestic abuse, uh, domestic abuse to fucking yeah. drop in. Jay Z's retail therapy is just different. Yeah. <laughs> I buy some Uniqlo socks. He buys that was a pretty good pitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. It's it's like obviously like the aesthetic, you know, uh, qualities of looking at art, like going to a museum like the Art Institute of Chicago makes you feel better and it makes you more connected to, you know, like how masterpieces are made and whatnot. I think it makes you a better person. That being said, there's some evil shit going on in the art world that's also fascinating. Oh, also like really. What's the evil shit? Well, just like, you know, like people using it as like, you know, tax write-offs mm-hmm. or just like, you know, Holding it in their fucking like you know island layers and shit. Yeah, like, we saw Tenet. Yeah, yeah, in a clear port. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, famous art world. <laughs> yeah, Tenet. it's a documentary, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, uh, yeah, great art movie, Tenet. So then, when it comes to contemporary or art, because I, my, our audience is obviously, or, yeah, or despite my pronunciation, um, I feel like they're familiar with the obvious people that are in the street where we're like Cause and Murakami. Mm-hmm. Is all contemporary art, in your opinion, created equal? Uh, I mean. No, not necessarily, but like a lot of all the contemporary artists that we talk about have their place. You know, like no, <laughs> seriously, nice putting it. <laughs> no, it's like you know, I've I've a wall talked, in Winwood. <laughs> I've shit talked cause before. It's not exactly like my cup of tea, but at the same time, I've seen how his work has just affected people, how people love it, and like I've come to realize that there really is a place for for his art, and and, and it makes people really happy, and it also like has clearly like touched a nerve with people, and it clearly mm. affects people, and like that's important. Brother so Simpsons a, characters. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it's dumb, it's dumb sometimes, but like you know, it's sometimes, it's, <laughs> but it's important to people and like you yeah. know that's like at least interesting to write about and yeah the fact that people are spending like you know I think 10 million dollars on like that uh, Simpsons painting is oh, the Sergeant Pepper's joint or whatever yeah, 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 exactly. did, yeah. did Nego buy that there was it no. was wasn't it his at one point it was Nego's at one point yes. yeah okay. um, but no, he might have sold it when he did his big Sotheby's thing mm-hmm. but maybe I'm wrong we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk about the conflation or the marriage of like streetwear and art and fashion and art but just like real basic shit you know just mm-hmm. real Again, meat and potatoes, right? From what I can gather, you talked about filing a big story today, but is your job mainly just to get fucked up with rich people so that they like spill the tea? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have the best job in the world? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun. Like last night I was with my colleague Dan Adler. You know, we were at the mark, like just watching like, you know, celebrities like like come out of their hotel rooms and then like into the wild. And we realized like it wouldn't be that much fun to like have to like get like gusted up in a suit and like, like do all these interviews and like, yeah. like take pictures and all this. Oh, right. but, like, but like, if you're a journalist covering this shit, it's fucking fun. It's right. Right. Like, so like, yeah, it's a great job. I mean, like it's a lot of work. Sure. Like, you know, like I am working when I'm like, like hanging out with Gunna at like the <laughs> room, 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 but like, it's still fun. It's what are you going to have job. to say about the uh, repeal of Roe versus Wade? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear any did you hear anybody discussing the the news like outside of so it's just so, Matt Gallagher gossip well, today in, in the office today like uh on our like all hands like VF meeting they were like Nate you were at the after parties like like, like <laughs> what are you gonna say about Roe v. Wade everyone was talking about Roe v. Yeah. Wade right and I was like you know what actually that's not what people were talking about yeah. like it's not really my fault that they weren't like but like the Met Gala is like a big like like oxygen like sucking event and like you can't really think or talk about anything right. else even if it's the repeal of Roby Wade <laughs> and thankfully Radhika Jones the editor-in-chief backed me up and she was like yeah I was at the Met Gala no one was talking about that like it's just not <laughs> right it's just like, like it's not the place well also it's like you get the times learned on your Respect phone Anna. and you're like 
shocked and you're like, fuck, there's nothing I can do about this right now. So like, why am I going to, you know, it's fuck like, it, we ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's very disconcerting, obviously. But like, I think in the moment people were like, uh, oh God, um, what, I, I don't know what to do. Also, like some people don't have their phones. Right. Like, you know, like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like you either put it away, you don't bring it with you. So a lot of people just didn't know. I don't think they like made an announcement being like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, can the owner of a fucking <laughs> yeah. Toyota and also Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I get it. If you were on the outside, you're like, oh, of course, this is what everyone was talking about. What's well, the every dissonance party. on the timeline? Was right. The, the and big like, glaring thing. Should right? everyone been uh, talking about it? Maybe like, you know, but it just doesn't really feel like the right. But the Cardi arena, B show you know? is slapping. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Cardi was just like working it. Like, you know, what are you supposed to do? Um, so despite it all, what yeah. Met Gala parties did you hit up? So I I just went to the Boomin Room, um, okay. but which is the official. That's the Vogue official after party. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah, the big one that everyone rolls through. Like even if it's just for a few minutes. So like it's good to go. Like I, when I went in September, I was there for the entirety of it, and I saw literally like every celebrity who was there at yeah. Met Gala. They sort of staggered their different uh, entrances, but like everyone rolls through, so it's a good one to go to. There was also an Instagram party at the Duke Mansion on the Upper East Side. There was what was the big um, I, what was the IG moment at the Instagram party. <laughs> You know what? I saw some stuff on Instagram and it looked kind of like like mid. I don't know. Like I was just like, okay, was it just like a fucking neon sign. It's like yeah. live every moment like it's a vibe. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Yeah. I mean, like it was it was something akin to that. Like yeah. it, it was. Did like, you see okay. any A listers that were at the party, but that that skipped the Met Gala? Um, I I think like you know I. I would think that Leo DiCaprio or someone like that would do something like that, but he wasn't really spotted at the other other after party, which mm. was the main after party that Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss threw. And which, Ricardo Tisci. And Ricardo Tisci. Sorry. No, Ricardo Erasure. Sorry. <laughs> Richie, uh, we see you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, of course, Richie Akiva put the special sauce on all of it. <laughs> you know, that Richie special sauce. But, but, but good crowd regardless. Yeah. Great crowd. Really great crowd. Do I you, mean, yeah. So you've been at VF for coming up on a year, right? It was like June or August of last yeah, year. It, 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 July. Do you have so, yeah. any trouble at any door or can you just fucking stroll on it? Yeah. Uh, or do you need like your assistance or whatever to be like fucking getting you on like guest list and shit? Um, I mean, you arrange it beforehand, you know, like there was a Tom Ford event at the Carlisle that they were just like no press. And I was like, really? And they're even like, me. Well, not even me, but I'm like, <laughs> even Nate's the great fair, Like, don't you want this? And they were like, like Tom doesn't want any press. I'm like, OK, well, whatever. Like Tom like writes for Vanity Fair sometimes. So like, how often does you know. that how often does that happen? That's rare, right? I mean, or- it's, it's pretty rare, but like it's not an impression. Sometimes they just don't want press there, you know? So it's not like the end of the world. You know, there's other shit to go to. But no, usually like people want Vanity Fair you right. know, around. Do you, you have know? to stop yourself from like maybe feeling a little bit of an ego since you are like VIP status off rip or are you like. I mean, it's not, I mean, like, there's so much work to be done that it's like, I don't really feel like ego necessarily. It's right. Like, you know, you're there like, to do your fucking job. Yeah, exactly. If I'm at like a really sick party or a sick dinner, like, you know, it's great. But then I'm like always thinking like, oh, shit, I need to write about this somehow. So it's like, you know, the ego thing doesn't really come into it. Yeah. Right. If you had an ego, you wouldn't come on this podcast. Right. You have to, <laughs> you have to, you have to stop yourself from having too much fun. Or you're like, you know, oh, like, like, well, instead, I want to be dancing right now. Well, like, yeah. yeah what's your like, internal governor on how many drinks you can have? Well, I mean, like, you can't have so many drinks that you like. Forget like, shit. Forget, forget shit. Like, so like, you know, and you can't like, you know, do you like, do real quick voice like, notes or do you take a I do tactile? Both. Usually I have my notebook, like, like, like moleskin and I'm taking notes in that. And then like, if I'm trying to be like discreet. I'll like also take notes on my phone. Like if I'm like at a dinner table with like six mm, people. Sure. Right. Like, I just don't want to like be right. You want to be on your narc shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, what do you say? Gunner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kendall no. Jenner. Gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Excuse no, me. Yeah. Sergio Giovanni kitchens. What was that? Um, okay. <laughs> 
Can I quote you? Yeah, so it's like a mix of both. I take voice memos sometimes, but like, you know, I, mostly what I do is like if I'm actually trying to like write on the fly, I'll just like like hit the button, the, tra- the transcription button, and just like talk, mm. and then like the story just appears. I would love a sick. podcast that was just Nate Freeman drunk just recording Nate voice <laughs> notes. Baby. <laughs> that would be so fire, dude. I mean, yeah, we can make that happen. I, Absolutely. Less, Enjoy dude. the Throwing Fits, Throwing Fits Media we'll Network. Here. <laughs> um, yeah. I know that like your main your main beat is the art world, but obviously because you're at the Met Gala last night, it was such a fashion thing. Who's the most fun person in the fashion world to party with? The most fun person in the fashion world to party with? Well, actually, I was just in Venice, as I said. Uh, Rap Simmons is a fucking blast to party with. Really? He yeah. smokes capris, right? He smokes capris. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> capris. Big win for the capri guys. I know. So, I mean, like, the Rap, capri crew. He's, he's really fucking kings. smart. He yeah. always looks incredible. He's like, like constantly just like drinking and dancing. And really? Raph? Yeah, yeah Raph has In fun. the documentary, he's so thoughtful. He's so and serious. Well, so he he's is, a caprince. He's not as bad as Dries, who's like, like so above mm. the ears, but like. Well, I mean, I get the iciness. I think like, you know, I'm Belgian, out, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hang out with him in the art world rather than the fashion world. He's also a collector. And, so and an he, artist himself. A yeah, designer. And, yeah, and, and Furniture art, designer. Course, does, he, does he act different when he's in the art world versus in the fashion world? I think he does. Um, I finally could cut loose yeah no no like like ball (laughs) no he's like kind of like oh this isn't like we're a room where everyone is watching me right like people know who i am of course but like yeah he's my friends yeah he like feels like looser and like he loves artists so much like the artist that he collects he's friends with them Sterling Ruby, most famously. Ster- yeah, Sterling and him were both in Venice. They were just hanging the fuck out. It was great. That's sick. Yeah. Did you really- see Rick at all? Because Rick lives in Venice. I didn't see Rick. Damn. I know. It was, I, I thought mm. that maybe he'd pop up somewhere, but no. You would Did hope. you see Sterling Ruby? Uh, Do you ask him about the Pusha T album? You know what? I I was hanging out with Sterling and I totally forgot that he did the art for. Yeah. for, for it's pretty good. I, the I think number one album. And he did a bunch of. Yeah, number one album. He did a bunch of the singles too. I know, no, the art looks good. A lot of mixed like, media. I, I, only, <laughs> I only hung out with Sterling for this like. cocaine on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm a huge Pusha T fan. So like, I should have asked him about that and I'm sure we would have like had a great conversation. I just totally forgot. Like, I Pusha's an art guy. No, I mean, a lot no, of rappers no. are obviously, but I mean, like, you know, pushes around like he's always a Basel and like he collects <laughs> and like, you know, the Our album Basel like, and the bezel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, and someone like said that the album sounds like it should be playing at like gallery openings and shit. Like he makes like whoever lo- said that is fucking pretty cool. I know. I know. Whoever said that was in the bathroom. <laughs> what, what, what music is normally played at an art I gallery? Mean, opening? There aren't. There is it Tom Petty. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Petty covers. No, there, there's not music playing at, a, at an opening at like a dinner or something. It's like it's like industrial. Know. Like. Right, but shit. I think Pusha feels that, that those are his people, like like yeah. like artists, it's oh for sure, and like and then obviously fashion people. Is you know. is the conflation or the marriage of and we're going to talk about fashion and art, but what about art and like hip hop? Where like Jay Z was obviously the yeah. one, number one guy, um, mm-hmm. kind of talk like his fucking Picasso song. Right? Yeah. yeah, is that no Picasso longer baby? Yeah, <laughs> is that no longer as strong a connection? Kanye as, too. Kanye gets sure, a yeah, lot yeah. of credit. Probably turned Jay Z on. I would say is that no longer a strong connection as maybe a few years ago. I mean, that was probably the peak when like. You know, Jay filmed the Picasso baby video at Pace Gallery. Oh, with, with like, Maria Abramovich. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anything can ever get to that level. But at the same time, with these guys, like Drake buys a lot. He's a big collector. What do you he, think of his like, art taste, though? Come on, bro. I mean, like, you know, he's, he's hit or miss. Like, you, know. <laughs> you don't say. What's, no, his but, mo- what's his most impressive piece that he, that he owns, in your opinion? Well, <laughs> I, 
I mean, I don't know the full collection, but just the other day he like was papped in front of a Henry Taylor painting that he bought from the gallery from Hauser and Worth in Southampton last summer. And I was like, oh, Drake bought one of these. That's cool. Like, that's a piece. Yeah. yeah what do you, that, what like, do you cool. speculate the price tag is on one of those? Um, Good question. Uh, Thank you. Like primary market, probably like four or five hundred grand. Resell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so an investment. Yeah. An invest- I mean, he would just be betting it in Bitcoin on the yeah, fucking right, maple yeah. leaves regardless. So. I mean, like, but then like. <laughs> I think what uh, what did he have in that house in Toronto? Like a Damien a lot Hurst of cause. Piano. He has a Hearst. Like, he has a yeah, giant right. cause figurine. Right, right. Yeah, the, the the cause figurines are not my thing. The Hearst piano though, I kind of fuck with. Yeah, like like that's kind of cool. Um, and then you yeah. think Drake would have like a giant Georgia O'Keefe like giant <laughs> pussy? Yeah, literally. But that's just probably a, out of his price range. That's yeah, just honestly, expensive. yeah, yeah, for real. Man, loves, O'Keefe's expensive. Man loves labia. I don't know if anything is out of fucking champagne poppy's okay, price, good, price yeah. range, but okay, but are you probably hard to get your hands on a massive O'Keefe? Are you seeing a lot of rappers in these like? Upper upper echelon elite art world happenings these days. Uh, definitely in in Basel, Miami. Like mm-hmm. you definitely get crews going around. The weekend's always there. Okay. Um, like you know who's been around a lot is Chance the Rapper. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, I was in Chicago and he was you at do fucking hat. <laughs> I mean, well, you're like, in a city. Well, in his city, right? So that wasn't too surprising. But then he was in Venice and he was like throwing what? And really? Yeah, yeah. You got money like that? I, I, I he's he's bowing out. Isn't he like an independent artist? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. He is I don't too. know. Yeah. So. No, but in Chicago, of course, he was treated like royalty, and he like even gave a talk at like the press party after the opening. Like, like he was very involved. Like, Damn, he's like an ambassador for the Chicago art world. Yeah, I guess so. All right, shout out Chance. Cool. His I mean, dad shout out Chano. His dad, right? Well, his dad and Obama were bros. What's what's the deal? What is wasn't his dad? Wasn't that Rama? Rahm Emanuel? No. Am I making that up? No. What? His dad was Chance like Rapper's is not Rahm Emanuel. Was his dad like mayor or an no. advisor to Obama or some shit? They were friends. I right. can't remember. You guys who's keep little, talking about the Batman-ass mayor of Chicago right now? Uh, the mayor of Chicago right now? Who like wears costumes to like press conferences. Oh, uh, the shit. woman. What's her name? Lightfoot. Yeah. Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. 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 yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, Chance- I'm Googling who is Chance the Rapper's dad. They were. His dad was friends with Obama. I Mr. know that. Mr. Three. His, na- his dad is Ken Bennett. And this looks like a guy. Chicago uh, PD worked for the Senator Barack Obama as a state director of the twenty, or excuse me, two thousand eight presidential campaign. There we go. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I knew they were tight, like going way back. So, so if Raph yeah. Simmons is a fashion guy, but he is the most fun person to party with in the fashion world, who's an art person that's the most fun to party with in the art world? Well, I mean, like, there, there's a lot. I mean, you know, off the top of my head, like, I mean, Henry Taylor is fun to party with. Like, I've, yeah. I've, I've, like over the years, he's like a blast. I mean, most of these artists, like, you know, you get them like in a party scenario where they're like feeling like comfortable, like where they're being celebrated themselves necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Or? It's like the the artists, they like, you know, they're fucking fun. Like, they're really like, like their energy is great. Like, you know, they they're not tortured anymore. They're no, built they're different. Not, no, the, well, the rich ones. The yeah, rich ones. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Now they're making money, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, like, there's no one more fun to party with than a rich artist at their opening when they just made, like, fucking $3 million sure. like, in a night. Like, like, <laughs> that so makes that's sense. The answer. It's like, yeah. It's like, like an album release party yeah. for a rapper. Right. Right. Whoever's really, really the man, whoever's the artist of the moment, that's right. the most fun person. Party exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know. Harold Ankart, he's a friend of mine. He's an artist. He had a show at David Zwerner Gallery in Paris in October during the Fioc Fair. And it was just, like, the fucking most fun party because, like, you know, Harold just made a fuckload of money. Swerner <laughs> just made a fuckload of money. And like, they just like rented out to this fucking mansion and like everyone got sloshed. It was so fun. What's an artist like first, like attaboy or like, you know, fuck you, I'm getting money type purchase with rappers. It's usually like a watch or a car chain or chain. Who is What is it with artists? 
a or house like, in the like, Hamptons. Yeah, like an apartment <laughs> or like, I mean, like it used to be a house. Pay off their art school. It's not that exciting. Maybe a car, you know, yeah. I mean, a, like, vol- a used Volvo, a, a, a pre-owned Volvo, a certified pre-owned. If you're making like, like real money. Yeah. You buy an, an apartment in the city, you buy the house in the Hamptons. Okay. Like that's, that's basically it. Okay. The All other right. side of this coin, and this is a loaded question, but like, is there someone who is miserable in the, like an artist that is just a miserable bastard? Ooh. That you would feel comfortable saying? Cause. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, you know, Cause is actually a really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what people say, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's a really, really What's nice his guy. fucking government? Brian. Um, yeah, Brian. Donnelly, Brian, Brian Donnelly. Donnelly. Yeah, so like like a really down studio is like close by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives real, really close here. Actually, yeah. uh, great collector. Really, really nice. That's guy. what people right. That was the big thing from the profile that a lot of people took away. That are in like the art world's always done him dirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that he, he legit has thing. a great eye? Yeah, right. Shout for out, shout out, Michael Miller, who wrote that great profile. Yeah. Good friend of mine. Uh, really amazing profile that I was sort of surreptitiously quoted in. Also, <laughs> are the oh really art eh. are <laughs> okay. art world journalists? Well, he doesn't bother you anymore. <laughs> are art world journalists having the most fun? I mean, it's it's really fun to go to like Venice for the Biennale and like you know Miami and like Paris. Like these are great cities on business out. trips yeah, where shit's like, comped. Yeah, I mean, like I'm sure fashion reporters also yeah. have fun in Milan, like you know in London, like during. Their thing, I think it's similar, you know. Yeah. Like, I think those are your fashion weeks. Yeah, right? exactly. I think writing yeah, there's about, like three hundred of them, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you really wanted to, a year. yeah. I mean, you could go to so many fucking things. I mean, I miss most of it, you know. Just how do you like, pick and choose? I mean, like, you know, you know which ones are important. The art puzzles are important, right? But like, I'm not really going to Hong Kong anymore. You know, I used to, which right. is cool. Um, but, but I get fucking in, imprisoned if you exactly yeah. <laughs> don't like the state <laughs> of sponsored art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you text your buddy like this sucks. <laughs> You're in an internment camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you and all the Uyghurs. Yeah, and then like yeah, freeze London is like it's it's great. Like you know, like these cities really like like light up when there's you know uh, an art fair going. Do on. Do you have? There's so many motherfucking biennales, and yes, I did have to look up how to pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Which is the most fun one? Well, you have to just pick one. Venice is 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 the big one. Yeah, like, it's the oldest. It's the most prestigious. It's like in a great city that like. Feels really manageable. Like, you know, I did not miss like being in Miami, like, you know, sure. an hour long Uber that yeah. costs like 150 bucks. Because in Venice, like you can just walk basically everywhere. And if you need to, you can fucking hop row on. there. Yeah. Yeah, hop on a little hop boat. On yeah. and, and then you're on a fucking boat. It's great. Do you have a favorite hotel across the globe? I'm just really curious. A favorite hotel. I mean, yeah. like the Chiltern in London is obviously awesome. Like it's. Oh, it's, is that where the, the firehouse is? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. great restaurant. It's it's just like it's just really great. They take care of you. Mm-hmm. I love the the Trois in Basel, Switzerland. Really old European hotel. It's where everyone hangs out during our Basel in Switzerland. That's great. Um, You know. Where else? Uh, fucking. What do you say, Miami? In Miami, I say the Lowe's, which is fine. It's like a great location, mm. and like like everyone in the world is there. Like like the entire hotel is just like art mm. dealers. Um, so you like can be in the lobby and doing your job. Yeah, yeah, Got it. yeah. Speaking of uh, not expensing your pot, what drugs are popular in the art world right now? Is it still ketamine? Like, what are we doing? Is it cocaine? Like, always mm. just a, a standby classic. I mean, like, <laughs> ugh, man, I, I think that yeah, a lot of people love the ketamine. I think people are just like into designer gummies and shit. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like you know, I think that that's like a big and this thing. and this is a global phenomenon. I mean, globally, yeah, people are, you know, still like doing ketamine and coke, like, you know, like people in the art world like yeah. party. So standby, like, the yeah. classics, yeah, exactly. yeah, the classics, yeah, your favorites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like everyone's working. So like you can't get like fucked up, like you can't get like super stone, you know, right. Well, job. not the reporters, but like the 
Yeah, I guess the artists can. Yeah, I mean, you know. The artists and the fucking Saudi princes that are there and shit. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just like. Saudi princes are. Do they do drugs, Saudi princes? Uh, I think they do I think when they're, they're just, outside of the KSA. They just fuck, like, you know, young broads, right? Isn't that their thing? And young boys. And but no, young, I'm yeah. sure when mm-hmm. they when they get out of the kingdom, they must go mm-hmm. nuts. Bro. Oh, sure, because yeah, no, they, they can't. Yeah, that yeah, makes they, sense. They leave the KSA, they're just like balling out. Yeah, yeah. all right. Like, respect. why not? Oh, the quality must be A1. <laughs> Who throws, like, because you go to a lot of parties that are thrown by galleries, that are thrown by brands now. Who throws the best parties? Well, I mean, you know, when a gallery really steps it up, like, you know, it can be fucking fun if they, like, you know, like the David Kordansky gallery is opening a space. When you say step it up, what do you what do you mean? Well, like the Dave Kordansky rented out the Boomer Room for a big party this Friday. I think okay. a lot of people are looking forward to that. Boomer Room back, dude. It's Been back. back. It's back. Crazy. And, like, you we know, we're going to see you in the hot tub there. <laughs> like goes in and rented out the Boomer Room for a Jonas Wood opening a few years ago. And that was like a big party. So, like, that's the thing that, that people can do in New York. Uh, white Cube throws sick parties Ooh, around. How much, white, how much White Cube can I find in the bathroom? <laughs> cube? Yeah. <laughs> Smoking on that White Cube. <laughs> they they always do a big party with children. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, and then they do a party at the Chateau, usually in mm. LA. And then they take over the Soho Beach House in Miami. Um, so they, go. Dude, White Cube gets after it. Yo, White yeah. Cube, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah no, let's go. Dude. Those are fun. But like, you know, sometimes like a fashion brand can just step in and then just like upstage everyone. You right. Know? Like like there were some fucking dinners in uh, Venice hosted by Chanel and Louis Vuitton that were just like made the other shit pale in comparison. So like, is that fair? I mean, you know, I kind of wrote about this in my last column, right. but like, you know, the size of the luxury industry just dwarfs the art right. market. Like, it's know, like 600 billion compared to 60 billion. Or yeah. Something. LVMH yeah. can just pull up and blow everyone out of the LVMH water. alone has more revenues than the yes. entire right. art market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Crazy. like, it's not really fair. You know, do you, do you, do you, okay. What's the general feeling when it comes to fashion with a capital F kind of like cozying up to the art industry in its current iteration? Well, it's not exactly a new thing necessarily, but it's but so it, transparently for clout, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, in in your article that you wrote, which was a, a blastic, um, do you uh. think that it is like, uh, I don't know, do you think it's entered like a new phase of just like tossing money at just like marketing publicity and, and I don't know, just clout, buying clout? Yeah, buying clout. I, I think it, it has in a lot of ways just because, you know, contemporary art and art in general is just so easy to sort of Instagram and like turn mm-hmm. into like uh, a thing that translates to a screen very well. Um, same with the fashion show, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think that these brands are just like, why don't we throw something in Venice, like at the Plaza du Cale? People will Instagram it. There's an Anselm Keeper show there. We have our show uh, at the boutique a few bucks away. It just like makes sense brand wise to just like like be around contemporary art. I think that like, honestly, but what's the quality of the art that they're championing, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they like they, they have really good track records, you know. It's not second tier bullshit. No, no, it's really good shit. And like, also, yeah, it's just like synergy. Like Louis Vuitton, like the Arnos have this museum in Paris, mm-hmm. the Louis Vuitton Foundation, yeah. crazy building designed by Frank Gehry. They show like they, they say it's like insane exhibitions, right? And so this artist, uh, uh, Catherine Grossa, who they had in the tiny little gallery above the boutique in Venice, is staging this huge show at the Louis Vuitton Foundation during FIOC in October. So it's like... Ah, so this we'll is part it. of the plan. Exactly, I see, right, right. Exactly. So, like, they think of it as just this, like, another way... It's got to juice her prices, too, right? Considerably? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, her prices are, are doing great. Right, right. She's, doing, whatever. <laughs> She's but, doing amazing um, sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, and, like, they can, like, fly in, like, like top clients, yeah. like, like into mm. Venice and, like, give them, like, tickets to the Biennale and, like, you know, like, like, 
fashion is, of course, like on the vanguard in terms of just like what everyone's talking about. But like in some ways, things originate with the artists like like and like it trickles down to some extent. There's not always crossover, of course, but I think that fashion brands and all brands in general want to align themselves with contemporary art because it's the bleeding edge. Mm-hmm. Like It's just like like. Gives them credibility. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that that's happening more than ever just because they can. Like, they have the money, they have the resources, and, like, of course, the world's opening up again, so they're just like, yeah, let's fucking go to Miami, let's go to London, let's do this, this, this. And, yeah, it it turns into this just, like, global hodge around the world, like, Hmm. like, parading the brand around. Personally speaking, do you like, or, like, what do you think of the fact that the fashion industry is, like, pumping money into this? Is there any pushback? Is anyone being like, this is bullshit? I think that, you know, like among like the real heads, they're like, oh, mm. uh, like, why are you going to this like Louis Vuitton dinner instead of like the David Zwerner dinner? It's like like that's like what you should be doing. But I think for the most part, it's like, you know, obviously the art dealers like sell to the Arno family mm-hmm. and like the Pinos, the Pinos, you know, they not only run caring, but they also own Christie's. So it's like, you know, you can't like ignore like, right. them, you know, so um. I think like like people aren't complaining necessarily because everyone just makes more money. And like, you know, if you it's not like it's not like these are bad brands. It's Louis Vuitton, Chanel. Right. It's like yeah. like cream of the crop. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone wants to be involved with them. What's the think- Melange? Prada? What? What's the, the big fundacion? Prada. Yeah, the Milan, Prada. Prada so, yeah. so the Prada Foundation has spaces in Milan and Venice. And um you know, obviously, Misha Prada is one of the world's great collectors. Like she, uh, she's kind of an anomaly because, like, you know, you the Pinos and the Arnos, they're collectors, but they don't really have like you know any sort of involvement in the fashion like right. directly. Right. Misha, of course, is the designer. Yeah. And she's also the you know the owner and the collector. So that's a really she's unique, the taste god. Yeah. She she really is the taste god. Like, like is there anyone in fashion with better taste in art than her? Or is she? I don't think so. Yeah. I think that she really is the most respected fashion collector i mean like she's like the nucleus of culture in a lot of ways sure like, like she's and has like, been for a long time yeah yeah and like i went to this great dinner in venice at the fundacion prada um and she just really brought in like everyone important in venice for this one pretty small dinner it was, was the really food sick food was, was excellent it was like like really fucking great venetian food like just like top-notch risotto and shit <laughs> what is the mark so we're talking i mean this whole kind of uh, tangent started with just like who throws the best parties but yeah. what, when you walk into a space besides just it being at a venue like whether it's i don't know some fucking crazy like castle where the doges used to address the peasants in venice mm-hmm. or whatever the fucking boom boom room now that's back apparently <laughs> um where the new yorker uh, the new yorker's elite dr- address yeah, exactly. the peasants of the fucking yeah. slums of soho <laughs> what are the marks instant marks of a good party in your eye hmm I mean, I think that the obvious one is just who's there. Like, if mm-hmm. like if the, the real, guest list, yeah, if the real fucking heads show up, like you're like, okay, this is good. Like, I'm like with the right people. Blah blah. blah. A real head like yourself, honestly. Right. Yeah. Let's be real. If Nate Freeman's there, it's yeah. a yeah. good fucking party. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. yeah. But also, it's like you know, if people in the art world like good food, so like if you're having your thing at some random ass restaurant, like you're like, eh, I don't know. But if it's like at Ultra Paradiso or mm. Chat, you're like, okay, this is gonna be good because they like actually chose a restaurant with good food. So like that that really does make a difference. Like people in the air will eat like unlike the fashion world. They like, <laughs> like, 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 really do. Like you know you got some fucking fatties. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. No, it's it's sick. Though. The lust it's like, for life. No, yeah, exactly. Maybe like, not after that white cube though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, no, it's just people like good food. So like that's a plus. Um, and then yeah, it, like if you just like think that you're in an environment where you can like sort of let your hair down, but also yep. be a, among like the fanciest, richest, coolest people. Like that's good. But you're chilling. Yeah, you're chilling. Still chilling. Yeah. 
Who throws the most whack parties? <laughs> most whack parties? Um, oh, man. Uh, I mean, like, there's so much horrible shit, like, that goes down during and Miami. Do you, and do you have to go to these terrible places that, like, it's like, oh, the G-Shock ex Damien Hurst? <laughs> whatever the fuck, like... Only if I want to make fun of it, really. Like, you know, I... I That'd be fire G-Shock Damien Hurst collab. Yeah. The fucking swirls, like, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's a shark on your wrist. It's yeah. like, you know... <laughs> Uh, smell blood in the water <laughs> uh, yeah no it, during Miami like there's just so much dumb shit that like that's gotta be the know, worst of the worst it right? really is it's just like <laughs> oh god I mean like yeah there's like one good thing a night possibly but like there's like 20 horrible things yeah and like you know you'll run into someone who you think is just fucking whack and they're like oh I'm going to this thing you're like alright not going to that yeah. <laughs> yeah. is Miami just globally like <laughs> like viewed as a fucking joke no, well, no. Okay, so so <laughs> set the record straight. Look, I mean, there's terrible shit that goes down in Miami. It's just like the most awful brand collabos and like all the shit. But at the same time, it really is a nexus for South America, Mexico, mm. all of all of the U.S. You know, everyone, all the best collectors in North and South America come to Miami for Basel. So, yeah, but also like Dave Portnoy is the Mucha Prada of Miami. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Then you have yeah, you do have like fuckwads like. Like that pizza reviewing piece of shit. <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, just the, the, the douchebaggery levels with all the Bitcoin bullshit that's going on oh. in Miami is like insanity. Yeah. Like, you know, super the, like, saying. But party- do they throw fire parties? Because they got the fucking literal coin. I don't know, man. Like, I was invited to this party on like a hundred million dollar yacht. What? With like, and there were like eighty different billionaires will be there. I'm like, okay. Like, they told like, you the number of billionaires yeah, that were. That's yeah. that's a problem, right? That's know, a bad. That's and a I red was, flag. I was like, maybe I'll go to this, but I'm like, no, I'm not gonna go to this. I'll just like make fun they of ask you my you story. Be eighty one. Like, <laughs> Let me ask you to buy some crypto. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the crypto shit is just exploded down there. Art like, coin. Yeah. Is is it only in Miami where it's taken off? It's definitely the biggest in Miami. Uh, I don't I think that like on a certain level like people have gone like Puerto Rico and like right, Portugal right, right. and like like, like well Florida tax haven right that's right, gotta be exactly. the big reason right yeah and Puerto Rico too which yeah, for all yeah, that shit, our crypto whatever yeah. right. no it's because it's a tax haven I think some people are going to Texas also but like mm. it's it, <laughs> Marfa <laughs> <laughs> no there's some Bitcoin motherfuckers in Marfa too they're like I'm sure Bitcoin galleries and Shit, like, 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 or, we got you know, Rogan in Austin. NFT. I mean, there's pockets, man. No, I mean, I rolled through Marfa in uh, in in January just <laughs> on so a like, buggy, yeah, just <laughs> on a covered what, wagon, and I got dysentery. That's where you got the Prada bag. Same <laughs> yeah. went up to my boy Judd. You know that fucking Judd shit is sick, dude. Yes, the Judd yeah. shit is fire. Yeah. It's so so sick. And I ran into uh, you know friend of the pod Tremaine Emery down at Marfa. Oh shit, shout Tremaine. Just you know, like he's an old friend of my wife's, and you know we ended up having dinner. It was great. He just like. Drove in from LA that morning. Is he big he drove guy? to Marfa. Drove to Marfa. I think it was like a. He said it was like a twelve-hour drive. That's how's, fucking. How's his collection? Uh, I think he's he's working on the collection. I mean, he, he's a huge champion of contemporary artists, and like, yeah, he's gonna be doing that with the brand. You know, now that he's involved. Yes. And, you know, uh, is Supreme like the ultimate gateway for young men to discover contemporary artists? I mean, they like were, honestly, they were of. really early for real. In, in, yeah. Supreme was really early in tapping contemporary artists to like work with them. Nate Loman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, man, I've been, friends, to, I've been like, at the piss Christ for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that Serrano? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think they were Serrano. Yeah. Um, they were really good about it really early on when they just had the shop on Lafayette. Like, like all those, those guys would roll through Yeah, and they were very involved with like a ledge gallery and all that shit going on on Rivington. I think it was Rivington. Um, you know, that's Aaron Rose and shit. Um, so Supreme. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's, it's become this like ginormous empire, you know, mm-hmm. the Carlisle yeah. group or didn't they sell it? Who owns it now? 
did the Carlisle group flip it? Yes, yeah, that's the VF Corp. Yeah, and so like Vanity Fair Corp. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, but no, Supreme at Conde. No, they, they they have like a legit history. They they did royally piss off Robert Kruger though. Oh, that's oh right. my yeah. god, for sure. When when an artist does collaborate with Supreme, like in an official capacity. What is the general reaction from the art world? Is it like, yo, that's cool? Or is it kind of like, ah, uh, fuck you. You're blowing party. up. That's good. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of in the middle. Everyone's like, oh, like Supreme Clabo, whatever. Like, yeah. like, it's not like you wouldn't give someone shit for it necessarily. It's just like, oh, that's a thing that artists do. You know, it's like it, it's at this point an established route right? exactly, that you can exactly. go. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, sick. You're Supreme Clabo. <laughs> so, so, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, oh, right, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and no, but now that Tremaine is is in, I think that like he has good people, taste. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think there's, we're going to see like an interesting kind of uh, evolution of their like artist collaborations at Supreme? I mean, I probably more POC artists for sure. Yeah, I think I think for sure, which is going to be awesome. Uh, I I don't really know what what Tremaine has obviously, but I'm sure that he's got some ideas. I was talking to him at the opening of the Whitney Biennial, and we were just going around like looking at some, yeah. some new artists that neither of us were really that familiar with, and that was cool. So like, he's definitely in the mix. But he loves like Hammonds and mm-hmm. like you know the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Know, the touchstones for yeah yeah of course. What do you yeah. think about when like really trash streetwear brands collaborate with an artist estate? Like we see like Basquiat or like mm-hmm. Keith Haring. Mm-hmm. Or fucking Warhol, even. Yeah, I mean, those estates are, especially the Boston estate, are really, really open to collaborating. <laughs> yeah, they work with yeah. anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the Boston estate is famous for just like, like, just fucking selling it out to everybody. And is, uh, but is that like estates generally? Is that like how uh, is the estate set up to make? Money, right? Or right, or, yeah. pro- or or protect the legacy? Like, what is well, in the wall? They're not doing- certainly not protecting the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're trying to do both, I guess. But like, you know, uh, with Basquiat, he's such a you know incredibly famous figure. It's like yeah. hard to say no sometimes. Like, you know, you I think they want Basquiat's art and his name to be all over the place. Like, right. just because they're like more is the merrier. Yeah. I want to move away from art real quick and back to fucking partying, which Let's is go. What, we do, what we do best and what you do best. And what we're all should do more of together. What's the best party you've ever been to? <laughs> the best party I've ever the been to? The party. Jesus, the best party you've ever been to? That is, that is a tough one. You man. never thought about this. You never dreamt about that one night. Have you been to more parties than anyone in the world? <laughs> no way. Paris Hilton? No, of course not. I mean, uh, off the top of my head, <laughs> you know what? The... When White Cube really fucking throws down. Damn, White Cube, like, bro. No, like, so in London, where, where it's based, like, I guess this is 2019. plan for the cube. No, yeah, it's Big like, cube. They took over the Chiltern, which is, like, the coolest place in London. And, like, I, you know, walked in, and it's, like, Harry Styles is here, mm. and, like, Emma Watson is here, and Mick Jagger is right there. A lot of Gucci then, in the room. You know, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of Gucci. So, and then, like, Harry's like, oh, can I talk to Mick? And I'm like, this is kind of sick. That's cool. Yeah, you know, it's like. And like, you're just like, flying like, on the wall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I was like. And do they know, like, does Harry Styles know that Nate Freeman from VF is watching? I mean, like, I was introduced to Harry, and so, like, he knew. I was like, I'm Vanity Fair. He was like, oh, cool. Like, well, actually, I wasn't a Vanity Fair at the time. But, like, well, he, he knew that I was a writer, paint. you know. Um, so, like, He knew yeah. you were a fucking narc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they don't really care. I mean, like, you know, like, I'm invited to these places, and I'm supposed to write about it. And, like, you know, they're not, like, you know, doing anything so stupid that they don't want their names in the press for this shit. Like, sure. they want to be associated with an art gallery that's cool. Like, that's why they're there know. in the first place. Exactly, right? yeah. So, like. You know, and like Rob Pattinson rolled through. Like, and that, what was I, his fit? I am vengeance. <laughs> I am buying art. <laughs> no, it's it's. Just, I am art. <laughs> 
Yeah, and like the, the children has that like smoking area in the basement that like everyone's just like mashed up like like with each mm. other, and then you know like you just have conversations. You're smoking. You're just like like having martinis. So, so like that's always a fun place to have a party. And White Cube has a great one during free. I don't the, know if that's the best party I've ever been what's to. What's the but. average celeb reaction when they meet you and you introduce yourself? <laughs> Is there a cruising altitude that they all are I like? Just like, oh, cool, like whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> does, that, I, does anyone ever like, like, because sometimes we'll meet. I mean, not that I'm comparing my ourselves with celebrities or mm-hmm. even you to that to that regard, but like, some people be like, oh yeah, yeah, the pod is great, and it's like you know they've never listened. <laughs> are people like, oh, I, I love your column? No, I mean, like, very rarely are people like. Sometimes I can tell that people have actually read the column. That's cool, but most of the times they're like, oh, Vanity Fair. Like, I know oh, that sure, magazine. That, like, that's know, the brand. Yeah, and I'm like, that's enough. Like, oh, yeah, the paywall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, look, y'all, y'all don't subscribe. Come on. Uh, I, I have I yeah exactly I'm approaching my limit. <laughs> God damn it! It's like it's like five bucks a year. Or some shit. Is it? And you know what? We use every article given on you, bro, on yeah. your byline. So don't even worry. I'm flattered, but also you know, but, but also when it, when it comes to people opening up, and it sounds like you are great. Well, first of all, what is a tip to getting people to kind of just like not clam up around you and maybe like open up a little bit? Um, I mean, you just have to be just chill, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, I, I never really like, even if I'm don't be like all a, uncool, no, no, it's That's just what, like, if you just like approach say. them like normal people and like, it, was, it helps you were introduced by someone and then it's like, oh, Harry Styles, I think, uh, uh, have you ever yeah, been, who, who, who is, who has made you starstruck? If anyone who's made me starstruck, I mean, like, like where you, where you not embarrassed yourself cause you're a pro, but where you were like. Maybe I could have done better. I want that one back. And is that or has that never happened? I mean, no, it, it's happened. I mean, like, like meeting like Mick Jagger, for instance. Like, Mick. I was like, fuck, like, 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 this is crazy. You're you know, just like, like, fuck. You know, because like he's Mick Jagger. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, love like Harry Styles, rap, you know, but like Mick Jagger, you know, like, yeah. I don't know if I was like starstruck, but I was like, I was like kind of shaking. After. I was like, oh, shit, that was cool. <laughs> um, You know, but also just like artists that I love. It's like, you know, I was talking to like. Jeff Koons at an event like a month ago, and afterward I was like, "Fuck, that was really cool." Like, What's he I, like? He's he's really down to earth. Like, because he has an interesting reputation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he sort of operates in this like sort of like weird speech mode where he like talks <laughs> like he's God. In a really cool. <laughs> well, way. I think that's why his reputation's been dubious. Yeah, but We're like, because he sure, thinks he's God. <laughs> are you sure you're talking to him and not like sixteen interns? Do all talking for him? Yeah. That was good. That was good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Jeff Koons has a factory. The worker bees. Yeah, yes, yes. What artist doesn't have a factory, bitch? <laughs> yeah, but he famously has like a big right. factory. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if I was like Star <laughs> Just Trump, sixteen but, like, kids in the trench coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of them pretending to be Jeff Koons. <laughs> <laughs> like you're nine feet tall. This doesn't, and, and you're like clearly five. Feet. Yeah, this doesn't <laughs> seem right. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that that that's cool is, though. That artist, that sounds, artist, like, yeah, like 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 artists I really like. You and know, they like, know you, like Jeff Koons. Like he's where. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he, like... That's sick. I've interviewed him a few times. He's, like, aware of me, like, you know. But, like, you know, meeting... But he's not like, listening to this podcast yeah. right now. Well, he's definitely listening to the podcast. Okay, right. And, like, I meant, like, Dan <laughs> Golden... Well, his interns are listening, and they're going to type up a little dossier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. No, no, he, he reads... Crib notes. He's like, okay, the TLTR. Okay. Nan sick, Golden sick party, was a big party. one. Another yeah. Supreme collaborator. Yeah, yeah, Nan Golden. So I met her just for the first time in Venice. And, like, she is an incredible artist, and she had a great work in the, the, the Biennale, a, a video work that I really loved. But, of course, you know... uh Everything she's done is amazing. Plus, you know, taking down the fucking Sacklers, which is mm-hmm. sick. You know, so like, you know, she is like kind of like even like more than an artist because of the Sackler stuff. And so it was really great just to talk to her and just like. You, you think know, she's like up. more of like a, a Kruger level of like kind of it's like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's yeah, she's like sort of transcended just like the art world, I think, to some extent, you know, through all the activism. Right. And everything. You know, I think that's fair to say that. 
Well, if you're if you are so skilled at getting people to open up in front of you and just kind of like treat, just act normal around you, what in the cold, harsh light of day, what is the most that someone's paid you to not write about some scandalous behavior like a Saudi yeah. killing been paid off in the Sotheby's bathroom or something? I mean, that's never happened. Uh, not I, yet. I, <laughs> has anyone tried to ever pay you off? Can you even say? Honestly, no. I mean, like, I, I, you're like, I wish. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. People have threatened lawsuits. Like, oh, really? Right. Like, and like that. Connie's like, legal team hates this guy. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, and that's like honestly more effective because I would never take any money anyway. But like, if you threaten a lawsuit, I'm like, shit, I got it. He only gets paid in perks for anybody listening. <laughs> that's good publicity, no? Don't you want to be sued by the fucking? Uh, no, you don't want to be sued. No, you don't. Like, not like, a great look. No, it, it, I mean, like, you know, that takes down like publications, like Gawker. Mm. Like, you know, oh, true, yeah, that shit scares people. Uh, yeah, publica- publications, blogs, <laughs> yeah. I believe they're called. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a, a tip just for working the room? Not even talking to slug, yeah. just like fucking kissing hands and shaking babies yeah. professionally. All the impressionable uh, cave-dwelling troglodytes, they also hopefully will one day get invited to a party. And they that's a lot of pressure. Lawrence and I, what we always say is stand by the kitchen so you get the order of coming out and going back in. Mm-hmm. Do we say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how we fed ourselves through our early 20s, bro. Oh, I did that too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's not a tip to work in the room. That's a tip for survival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you need some fucking mini cheeseburgers in you. If yeah, like, sliders, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sliders. At, at 24, I think we were 99% slider. Oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, human. yeah. Just like fucking like, 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 you know, pigs in a blanket. This is why you fucked up your fucking, cholesterol by yeah, blood pressure. That controls all the blanket. goddamn sliders. Too much honey mustard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much aioli, dude. Yeah, More aioli yeah, than aioli. man. Aioli. Um, no, just like, you just gotta be chill. It's like, you gotta be professional. You gotta know your shit. Like, you know, if you're like introduce someone, you have to like know everything about them, but not like reveal that you do. Mm-hmm. Just be chill. And then like, play it cool. Ca- yeah, just play it cool. Act like Catholic. you've been there before. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, don't be like a weirdo. Like, yeah. You know, just yeah. like easier know. said than done, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you also gotta like, gotta get a fit off a little bit, no? You gotta get a fit off. Yeah. Do you I mean, stress like, over what you wear before you go to a party or an event? Uh, not stress necessarily, but I'm definitely you're kind of a uniform it. guy. That's why yeah, I asked about the sport no, 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 coats, you know, like, it's it's pretty interchangeable. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, the slacks and the shirt and the blazer. And then I just change them up. You know, I've got like, you know, like 20 of all of them, and, <laughs> you know, just like 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 mix and match so paint like, by I'm numbers not, to some degree, but in a positive way. But like, you know, like I, I definitely I dress for the boys today. You know, yeah, like, thank you. you know, of course. With I the know. apese. Yeah, yeah, of course. And like I went to the Tom Brown show on Friday and I was like, I don't want to look like a slob. You right. Know? Like, like I can't wear Tom like, you know, like the fucking cast, the reboot of Gossip Girl. But right. Know, <laughs> wearing like the a, band tee to the concert. Right. Yeah. What's Wait. the best swag bag you've ever gotten from an event? Ooh, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, recently I went to the Paris Review Revel, which was which was a blast. Like and- the electric scooters. <laughs> that shit dude revel should get call, into the art world bro yeah. they call their fucking uh we're uh, revved you know. up for murakami yeah <laughs> jesus that's gonna happen man. it will happen <laughs> I mean, it's good because it will happen yeah i mean that was a sick swag bag it was like like shirts and some fucking aesop creams and aesop like, is a good some, like, expensive ass chocolates and like you know like like notebooks and tote bags and shit but that was fun <laughs> I don't know. That was like a recent one. The Vanity Fair Oscars party. Mm. Yeah. Famously. Don't they have crazy swag bags? Yeah, there's some good swag party? in there. No, no, no. They, they, they like give like fucking phones away and shit. Damn. Yeah. It's like nuts. And like free boats. Samsung Galaxies yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. you, you, you get a Samsung Galaxy. You get a green bubble. <laughs> you get a cricket wireless. <laughs> Chirp me. Yeah. Um, when you do. So we asked this uh, to the homie John Carmonica, who is who is uh, sober. Right. And so when yep. he goes to shows. He doesn't, he writes, he like stays up through the night and like writes like 
until like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a night owl. Do you write your shit when you're fucked up or do you like wait until the next morning? Uh, it depends. I mean, I'm taking notes like, you know, throughout the night and like they're they're pretty coherent, even if it looks like trick and scratch in my notebook. Like but you, you can know. read it. Yeah, I can read it. Yeah. Um, I sometimes write when I get home just to like have it fresh in my brain. Um, but like usually like I'm writing, you know, a column that comes out at the end of the week. So I'm like reporting oh, on a bunch okay. of shit. And then like I kind of just like You're have compiling. all my notes. Yeah. And then I just like write it all up like at the end of the week. Got it. Um, but like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes like with Met College shit last night, like I wrote up some stuff when I got home. I wasn't fucked up, but like I was like, you know, like I had a few drinks and like it was fine. Did you yeah. uh do you hit Gunna's weed? Uh I didn't hit Gunna's weed. Was he smoking fucking big gas? Uh you know what? So okay, so full disclosure, I saw Gunna at the Mark, which is the hotel on the upper east side that a lot of people use to get ready. Okay. And then they have like a crazy- More than the Carlisle? Well, it's equal. what are the power so, ranking? Oh, they're, they're the top two. I'm glad you asked that because yeah. I was trying to figure out the power ranking. Like, like who's on top? I always see Carlisle. I feel like is feels like Carlisle's. Yeah, right. Carlisle's yeah. the one, right? Maybe. I mean, so I chose the mark just because. Like, what I, do you mean I, chose? Like, you were camped out. You had a room. Well, like, no, no I never room, but like, like the Carlisle and the Mark were both like you could hang out in the lobby where oh, like, like the bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and just like watch. Hey, there's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was like, well, this might be weird. You but charge your phone. <laughs> Did they have like were they playing like E on the TVs at the hotel? No, okay. no, no, no. It was it was pretty classy actually. Like uh there weren't really any other reporters. I think the cut was there. Hmm. But like so it was just like two reporters and then, you know, as the celebrities went down in the elevator, they exited with their their publicists, their assistants, the their bodyguard. Yeah, their handlers. So like you would have like the different crews for different celebrities in the lobby. And they would sort of just like mesh in with each other. And it was like a cool scene to watch, actually. So like Gunna came down with his people. And then like for some reason, he decided to go back up to his room. And then he came back hmm, down. And then Gunna was just like next to me. And so I was like, hey, Gunna, like what's happening? Like what's good? Hey, and, Gunna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you say? And he was like, I'm good. He was having a blast. He was like, I'm sure he's having time his fucking he, life. He, he said, it's our first met. Ooh, and I was like, oh, sick. True. Like, what do you mean? Or? And he's like. Right here, and he had this Tom Brown oh, the dog, dog, the dachshund bag, yeah. and then and what's uh, Tom then, Brown's dog's fucking name? Uh, I know this. Yeah, it's called whatever. Yeah, well, name. well, so Gunna named his dog bag uh, Pablo, which I thought was great. <laughs> oh, now we know what was in the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why he had to run back up. Yeah, and then like without prompting, he was like, "Oh, you know, Pablo has an Instagram account." And I was like, "Oh, what's the account?" He said, like, "It's pushing Pablo." I'm like, oh great okay so like looked it up and like yeah they created an, the they created an account for the bag the, for the bag yes for the the, the bedazzled bedazzled Tom Brown yeah the anthropomorphic like fucking bag. yes yes did you follow did you follow push of course Pablo? I followed did you follow back smash that follow button no, push it Pablo Jesus Christ <laughs> smash that follow you're doing the most Sergio how did you gonna what scent was he wearing Oh, good question. I, I didn't ask. Did he know. smell good? He smelled great. Yeah, yeah of course. Fantastic. Who's like the best smelling celebrity they've ever been around? Is it Tom Ford? Uh, I mean, I never really hung smell out like with Tom Ford brick. all that much. You know, like Francois Pino smells great. Yeah. Really? Like, oh, I mean, the billionaires all smell great. <laughs> they have like. Smell they, like money. They smell like they smell like fucking money. It's sick. And like, like you shake their hands and their hand feels like the best baseball mitt you've ever felt. Because they, they, oh, wow, they have yeah. these crazy fucking, <laughs> like, like you know, $100 bottle of creams they like, yeah, slather yeah, yeah. on. So it's just the like, mare. yeah, it's just like, like their hands are so nice. It's just like great to shake a billionaire's hand. Do you have a signature I, scent that you wear to these? You know what? I, or is I, it best to go like non-offensive nothing? I, I go nothing, you know? Like, I went to this this uh, Chanel thing in Venice and they had like little scents to sample. And like, I was number like, number five. 
Uh, I don't know. Most famously. It, uh, yeah, that's the famous one. <laughs> that's I don't know the one. That one. But, so my wife, I was like, I'm going to put some of this on. She's like, all right, whatever. Like, I put it on. And she was like, you smell security, weird. Like, don't, security. Don't, don't, just, like, <laughs> she's like, don't, don't do this. <laughs> Take that off. Yeah. yeah. Stop like, it. Oops. Okay, sorry. Do the European art billionaires have more swag than like the American fucking new money gauche motherfuckers? Absolutely. You look at like fucking Ken Griffin and, you know, like like he's like a Chicago guy. He's wearing like like dumb suits. And like shout out to the god Steve Cohen. Let's go yeah. Mets. He doesn't really have that much swag, you know, like not in my opinion, you know. I don't think in anyone's opinion, but <laughs> yeah. to be you know, clear. Like Steve, if you're listening, I love you. But <laughs> like, you know, just like like up the swag. Yeah. Uh and you know, the guys you have that yeah, they they have their their Savile Row Taylors. They it's have, old like, you know, money versus new money, yeah, bro. Exactly. To some degree. There's the always gonna to be it, the raise. Yes, with it. right. It totally. Yeah. And like, yeah, they have their guys. They have their guys in London, they have their guys in Paris, they have their guys in Hong Kong, and they like just can get their fucking suits. Are they all they wearing need. like Laurel Piano? Like Yeah, a lot of Laurel Piano for sure. Um like Cuccinelli? Maybe, maybe some the, it's the obvious shit. Yeah, you it, just yeah. have bread. It looks you know? good. It looks good. And like yeah. the Americans, inoffensive like, to some degree. You know, like most of them are just like they look like fucking me. You know, like you know, <laughs> like, no seriously, you're swaggy. Like, Come on, yeah, yeah. you are. No no, 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 no offense, but they're wearing like Brooks Brothers, like Got which it. is fine. But like, it's, but it's like, like ill-fitting. Well, shit. better yeah. that than the fucking Silicon Valley bozos, right? It could be worse. It always could be worse. It always could be. You could always be Joe Rogan and yeah. fucking. No, you could be. You could be Elon Musk, bro. You look like shit. No, 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 no shame to the guys just wearing Brooks Brothers. Yeah. And those fucking like yeah the the douche mongers wearing whatever yeah. the fuck they are that you know like some stuff. fucking the untuck it teeth yeah an un- un- <laughs> un- untuck it and some all birds like it's all, it could always be worse. Have you ever gotten kicked out of a party? Good question. Thank you. Have I gotten kicked out of a party that you can remember? Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I I don't think that I have. Have you been close? Maybe where you got like a little talking to or a warning? Um. Maybe because you were overstepping. No, I mean I've been in parties that I shouldn't have been in, like you know, sneaking like, in. Yeah, I, I definitely stuck in some parties, but like they never kicked me out afterwards. Sidebar: What is your number one tip or advice for sneaking into a party? I, I actually I have this. Yeah, um, thank God. And it's, Great it's, question. It's fairly simple. Really, thank you. You're um, you just <laughs> sort of like go up to the front where they're taking names and light a cigarette, like sort of <laughs> off to the side, and then when you're done, you just put the cigarette out, stomp it out, and then just walk in. I said, oh, I was, I was, I was, I was just smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they can't, like, in the moment, like, the people yeah. were on, like, uh, they're like, okay, and then you just walk in. The, like, I mean, PR girls with clipboards hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've only done that, I think, twice. But it's um, worked oh, both yeah. times. Well, no, 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 I mean, I've done it more like than you had, you had, <laughs> like, like, you had to be in that party to do your jobs. So you're like, by any means necessary? Mm, yes and no. Sometimes I just, like, wanted to go. <laughs> He's to like, I'm bored. Yeah. I got nothing going on today. I had to kill an hour before this fucking yacht. No, it was like one time, like after the Golden Globes, I was with a buddy of mine and like we knew there was a big party of the Chateau and like our friends were in there and they couldn't really get us in. So mm. we were like, let's do the cigarette trick. You know, it'll it'll work fine. What's the have you had like a really embarrassing moment? Like maybe like a celebrity fucking shut you down or you did get rejected or something. What's been the most embarrassing moment while on the job? Mm, great question. Um, an embarrassing moment on the job. I mean, uh, that you haven't completely tried to wipe from your memory bank. This is tough. I mean, like, there have certainly been embarrassing things that have happened. I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of one, like, really, really bad one. Do you like, have one? I I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to, this isn't our show. I mean, not, not, it is, but it's about you. Yeah, well, well, no, I want to hear yours. We'll kill a little time. I mean, I got fucking, I, I got body. It wasn't, it was at a fashion show and it was at a Hood by Air show. And I didn't realize that yeah. Kanye was, like, walking into my frame mm. of my, like, iPhone as yeah. I was taking a photo and the flash went off in his face. 
and the bodyguard kind of like like uh, arm barred me a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was it, though. Well, Kanye, yeah, I mean, I've had a similar-ish interaction with Kanye. I was at the opening of this George Condo show at the New Museum. George did the art for My Beautiful Dark mm-hmm. Fantasy. Kanye was there, and like I like went up because I was just like reporting on. I was like, "Hey, what's up, Kanye?" Like, like you just like, walked up. Yeah, just like, I was just it. like, I was like, "Hey, man!" Like, like I'm reporting on the show, and he grabs me with the shoulders and he says, "I don't talk to the fucking press. I don't talk to the fucking press." <laughs> what year was this? And this is 2011. This is a while ago. Huh, yeah, and then he, my he raised out on you. Yeah, he like really did, and I was like, "Uh, okay." And so like I just like walk away. And then I feel like an arm around me and it's yay. And he just like grabbed me. He was like, I'm just fucking with you, man. Cool. <laughs> Sick. And I was like, what? Uh, That's okay. fire, dude. I mean, it was, what was your, your, your emotional range in that moment? It was a fucking roller coaster. It was like, oh, uh, okay. Like whatever. And I'm surprised though that he kind of not got physical. Cause I don't want to mince words here because like you got bodied by a security. I got bodied by security at a GQ party at you the got pushed hotel. Down a of stairs, oh, right? damn. My no, 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 no. I got, I got bodied and then I fell and spilled beer. Like fantastically in front of a bunch of people. I can picture that right now. Like oh, literally, there was like a uh, like a fireworks display of of pilsner buffoonery. <laughs> yeah, and then the other my other worst embarrassing moment. This is worse. Is uh, I was profiling Travis Scott and I threw up at his table at up and down. Oh my! God. But I Irish goodbye, so I don't think I ever got caught. Oh my God. <laughs> in front of him and Bieber. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> you want to play a little game, Nate? Uh, just rapid fire. We yes. want to hear the yes, first yes, yes. thing that pops in your head when yeah. you see the Rorschach falling test. the falling artist names. Uh, Lawrence, you go first. Cause, uh, corny. Alec Monopoly, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> wait, like, wait, like as a person or like his work? I don't know him personally. I, so I did. I saw him once at the Children in London when he was wearing that dumbass mask. And I was wait, like, doesn't he? Oh, wait, he's he, unmasked. He's, dumb, now? he's unmasked. He's un- he, he unbanks. No. He's, he's anti-mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and and a buddy of mine were just drinking martinis at the bar, and we were like, "What does he look like?" like? I mean, he look, at the time he looked like a fucking bozo with a mask. He's on. like yeah. married to like an IG thought. Like, yeah, he yeah, rocks, like, like the thoughtiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen how of rich, all thoughts. How rich is he? Oh, I think he's rich, rich, dude. Filthy rich, right? Yeah, he's dude, rich. Dude, private jets, yeah. body yeah. wife. All right, so, but he is he shitty as a person? I don't know if he's shitty as a person. I don't know him. I was talking to an art dealer who, like, interacted with him recently, an art dealer who would not be involved in that market, and said he was, like, fun to hang out with, which I okay. get. Like, you know, he seems, like, fun enough. He's definitely like, rich as fuck. He's rich as fuck. Yeah. 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 All right, Takashi Murakami. I'm a fan. Wait, I'm supposed, to, wait, I'm supposed to say like a word? Well, no, just no, your, first, just your first, gut first thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got this NFT coming, uh, NFT show coming up at Gagosian, which actually seems kind of like a novel approach to the NFT, like legitimizing yeah. the form. Plus, I had a fucking blast with Takashi and Ibiza once. <laughs> uh, so, like, <laughs> what like, was he wearing? Uh, he was wearing like some robes. I and took shit. a pill at Ibiza just to show Murakami I was cool, dude. <laughs> I took a piss next to him once in the complex offices, and he was wearing this like octopus headpiece. Oh, that's good. I took a and piss in like, Ibiza. <laughs> it took like it took him like four minutes to like undo his shorts to like actually just whip his. Oh, dick he out was in that's regalia. A that's a flex, man. Yeah, Wearing yeah, pants yeah. that are hard to get off. He yeah, was in full complex that. con regalia. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. normally wear a mask. No, no, no. To a party, it wasn't at complex con, bro. It was in the complex offices. He oh, was like, ha- he was like no, having a wait, meeting. Wait, is yeah. it wait, always wait. complex con at the complex yeah, it's con? Always- <laughs> Every day is complex con. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you've told two different versions of the story. You used to say that this was at com- no, complex no, no. This con. Is, this is at the, t- the 50, comic con. The 53rd Street <laughs> office or whatever. Really? Yeah. He just pulled up to the to the office in a fucking costume? It, pff, 
We wear costumes. Right, okay. We wear costumes he, he wears- every day, Lawrence. <laughs> Good one. Uh, no, no, he wears that shit all the time. It's just yeah. like a part of his thing. No, it's his no, regular shit. He had a show at uh, this art space founded by uh, Guy La Liberté, famously the founder of Cirque du Soleil. Okay, big <laughs> Canadian excellence right there. Um, and yeah, so Guy had a big Murakami show, and everyone just like posted the fuck up on Ibiza. There's a Cirque du Soleil hotel in Ibiza for some reason. Wow. And is, it like, con- is there a constant show going on in the lobby? Constant show. And like, wow. Takashi, like, like, stop trip bleeding. I'm trying to sleep. It's four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> just so many fucking acrobats. Yeah. Dude. It's just like acrobats just like all over the fucking I just want some building. fucking orange Fire juice. breathers just yeah. burning room service orders and shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like the Nobu Hotel is like sushi themed. This is acrobat themed. Wait, there's a Nobu. Where's it? There's no hotels everywhere. I've stayed in the one in Vegas. It's sick. You get no for breakfast. <laughs> have you have you been to the Middle East at all on the job? You know what? I, I haven't. And, and that's definitely the next move just because there's so much happening there. Dubai especially is really blowing the fuck up. Well, also now like Qatar and Saudi Arabia too. Mm-hmm. Are like really Where's the World in Cup? Right? Qatar, right? Yeah, yeah. it's in Qatar. Yeah. yeah. Um, Qatar. Qatar. Cutter, uh, I, cutter, cutter. Yeah, I haven't. Been you like, got a cutter. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been traveling all that much, you know. But that's definitely like on the horizon, twenty twenty three. That's like that's, that's the, the next wave. Is yeah, I think the so. Middle East. Yeah, I mean, like Moscow can't go there anymore. Oh. So. Yeah. Wait, are you yeah, talking about in, in terms of it being the next wave? Is this like as your profile and job expands, or like globally speaking, the art yeah. market is going to really focus on that region? I think that, the you know, the art world has been focused on the region for a while. They but got that good. bread. They got that bread. They got that fucking cash that money. Yeah. Earl money. Mm-hmm. What's, what's uh, like Earl a, mo- dude, like, I was going to quote Buster Rhymes, but I'm not allowed to say, pronounce a word that he says. Ah, got it. Yeah. Um, what's their taste like? What are they buying? Are they buying like they buy some dope shit, dude. Like, yeah. like you know, all the museums are run by the family, which is the government. Right, bro. Future got paid to back to back shows one point five million yeah, each. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're 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 paying more than what they're paying future. Do the Muslim quinceanera for five bills, dude. Let's go. Isn't Saudi Arabia like actually built, or maybe it's Oman and are truly building like crazy world class mm-hmm. fucking museums and and collections? Yeah, well, like the Louvre Abu Dhabi is insane, and like yeah, Connor and and Saudi Arabia like. Like they're all like building up these insane museums. They need art for it. So they're buying up a lot. And they have been for the last 10, 15 years. Do they have a chip on their shoulder because like the, you know, the the other the Western world is like, you know, they don't take it seriously or. Uh, I think to some extent they're, they're not buying uh, Arabic art, right? Or I mean, they are to some extent, but they also need a Cezanne. They need a Picasso. They right. need like, you know, a Warhol. Like they need a Monet, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're trying so, to like, open they're trying to open up to tourism and diversify their right, 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 beyond right. Just, also like, that. Yeah. yeah. So one thing of oil. I mean, it's women that- can't drive, but we got a Picasso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Modernity. Which honestly, in my opinion, that's more important. <laughs> Do you think that a Saudi prince is going to cop that five hundred million dollar Warhol? Good question. Oh, let's talk about that. Dude. Uh, that's definitely a possibility. I think that, you know, from talking to people, a lot of people were talking about the Gulf and how there's like easily four or five people who can spend that kind of dinero. Uh, on Over under 500 million final price. I'm I'm going to take the under, but only slightly under. Mm. I think it's going to be just at 450, which is what the, the Da Vinci was five years. So ago. I think well, it's going to hit. Will, right will there. it break the record? Uh, I feel like it has to. It's, it's destined to, right? Or especially well, after Kim K wore the Marilyn Monroe. I mean, dress. I know. So is that is that a psyop, bro? Is that a psyop? I mean, it was just insane. I mean, like the way that this is all leading up to this fucking. It sale feels very planned. I, I know. I mean, like I think that that it was 
not related necessarily, but like Maryland is in the air now more than ever. Like, yeah. and like they got Warhol, that fucking film coming up, right? Yeah, exactly. So there's mm-hmm. the Maryland movie coming up that's rated fucking NC 17. Hell yeah. Let's go, dude. Trying to see some it JFK nuts. circumcised or uncircumcised. Uh, Irish Catholics American. are no. normally what? Ooh. Un? Un or I don't know. I think. You're Greek, you're Greek Orthodox. Right. Well, you know, but, uh, let's not talk about that for me. When was, uh, he, when was he born? What year was he born? Like the like JFK the, in the, the 20s? Uh, 30s? Uh, when, well, when was no, he? No, in the 20s. Yeah. He was like 40. Yeah, he was, four, well, yeah. he was young. He was four. Yeah. Okay. There's no way he's chopped. There's no way. No, he yeah. was uncircumcised yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You got that skin. Nice skin. little sidebar. All right. Back to artists. <laughs> you're up. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, George Kondo. Uh, going through an interesting period right now. Please, yeah. please elaborate. I think that, that his best work might be behind him. Really? I how mean, how like, old is he? No disrespect, but like the stuff that he's been showing recently seems a little rushed. Mm. It's not my favorite stuff. Like I was hanging out at this this crib in Athens a few years ago. Uh, this Casual. guy Dacus Juano. Uh, yeah. uh, he's got this sick pad, and he had these condos. Aristotle Nass's crib, at, you know, in Athens. Whatever. Jackie O, baby. <laughs> he had these condos from like the '90s, early 2000s that were so sick. They were so so good. There were these portraits of Mauricio Catalan, mm-hmm. and they were just just fucking banging. And I was like, damn, this shit is amazing. And like, there have been some good examples that have come to auction from that era that are awesome. It's just the stuff he's making right now. It seems like uninspired. I don't know. He makes these paintings really fast, and that's not a bad thing necessarily. But like, does he have people? Know, does he have a crew, or is he? Is he? He definitely has a crew, but I think he does the paintings himself. There was yeah. this great documentary called uh, "The Price of Everything." Uh-huh. HBO documentary right. yeah, yeah. that like the price of everything everywhere all at once yeah 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 that one <laughs> uh, and like you see him in the studio and he basically just like he like has an idea for a painting and then he just does it and like, he just bangs it out. out yeah he just bangs it out large and, like, scale works yeah yeah like just like whoop, whoop, whoop. is he trying to cash in on like his current like moment you think does that, I mean, but is, is that, it even a current moment I mean he's kind of certified but to some it, degree does that, that happen with artists where they become they transcend or they like achieve this like a list uh, level and then they just like try to fucking Churn and burn to some extent. I mean, like, yeah, when you're younger and hungrier, you switch up your style more because you're just, you know, like taking more risks and yeah. like whatever. Also, Connors went through a divorce and his, his mm, ex wife took a lot. There it of, is. Know, so, yeah. like, there it you is. know, there was a lot of shit going Yo, on. Shout out to Miss dated, uh, an <laughs> Mrs. Twin Condo. And, like, get your you know, bag. He yeah. dated an Olsen twin. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Uh, actually, I think. Is Who's the, the, Sarko- Sarkozy the Sarkozy one? Not the Sarkozy one. Other one. Oh, so the they're both one. like older men. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yo, respect. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Barbara Kruger, Rapid Fire. Uh, the uh, bane of Supreme's existence. You yeah. Know? She fucking goes goes hard. Uh, there's a show that just opened yep. at uh, the Neuen National Gallery in Berlin that looks sick as fuck. The room in the Biennale looks amazing. I mean, like, she... Uh, what do you know, think of her Supreme takedown? Do you... Do you not that I'm asking if you agree, because, like, I think all of us kind of are probably... Definitely, everyone's more pro-Supreme than Barbara Kruger, but, like... Well, I mean, like, I think that Supreme was definitely influenced by of her course. aesthetic when they they chose the fucking like design. I think she went really hard on them just <laughs> for like basically like a sort of loving kind of like homage. Oh, right. Like, you know, it's yeah. Like, it's like they clearly like Barbara Kruger. Plus, like, the fuck you know, up on totally uncool jokers. Exactly. A little much. Yeah. Shout out Foster Kaver. Who of got course, that, friend you know. of the show. Yeah. Um, should he no, edit, scoop should, of the century? Should he yeah, NFT? Should he NFT that word talk? <laughs> did he? Did, wasn't he going to? He's definitely. He's definitely. I think he's talked to some like NFT it's people. It's better than fucking ninety nine percent of other NFTs. I told him to do it. I told him like fuck yeah, do it. Absolutely. Have you ever jokingly become? Seriously, copped some NFT art. 
No, I ha- I haven't. Uh, um, I mean, like, you don't I, own any bored apes. <laughs> no, no. I do have some artist friends who are wading into that space, and they're like, "I'll give you one or like whatever." And like, I'm like, I don't know how to do the wallet thing. I don't know. Like, right, right, right. Do you think, I'm not like like anti anti. It's just like not really my the logistics thing, are like, a bit much. For yeah, you. Do exactly. You, do you think it'll ever be legitimized? I think this, to some extent it already. Like you talk about been. this Murakami thing. Yeah, I think that some artists. You know, I went to buy Tom Sachs's studio the other day. Mm-hmm. He's doing a really cool NFT project that I. I'm People fuck with the it's the rockets, right? The rockets, or, yeah, 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 of course. And yeah. like, I was like, I'm all in. This is sick. Like, this works. Like, they're NFTs, but they're physical rockets. He's also doing paintings of the rockets. Like, it's cool, and it makes total sense for Tom. And it's not like a departure for him. It's like yeah. a, a natural extension. And okay. like artists who are doing that, I think. You know, uh, are doing it well. So, like, like there's definitely room for NFTs if they're done at a really high level by artists who get it and can incorporate it into their like practice as is. That Alec Monopoly coin, though, not hitting. <laughs> All right, no. Next artist, Virgil Abloh. R.I.P. Man, like, so when Virgil was making artworks with Murakami and showing them in Kagoshin, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I was alone in thinking that they were a little off and they didn't really. Make what does sense. that mean? A little off? Well, a little off white. <laughs> they were so open about their influences and like you could just see it was like, transparent well like you could just see the artist that Virgil was clearly infatuated with and you were like I don't know if he's he found his voice as an artist yet um, and that's kind of what I was thinking when I saw them like he definitely had these Duchampian ideas sure and like was was pulling from yeah, he never shied right? away from that right no he never did but like you know when I saw the show at the MCA Chicago uh, I think this is 2019 mm-hmm. Uh, I started to get a little bit more and uh, Michael Darling, the curator, gave me the book and like the book was really kind of informative as to his artistic practice. I, obviously, he's a genius in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. like I started to multidisciplinarian for sure. Yeah, I started to understand like what he was doing at a gallery level more when I was reading that book. Um, Did you then, even consider him like a gallery level artist at all? I mean, it was kind of hard to because like it was collaborations with Murakami and like they just didn't really work in the galleries when I saw it. Um, yeah, better suited for like a Las Vegas airport. I well, would say. no, that's not necessarily. <laughs> it. I just think that he was finding his voice as mm-hmm. like a uh, a visual artist. And yeah. when I saw the show in Chicago, he was getting closer. Uh, there were still some things that I, I I couldn't really get or like sort of accept. You know, being in these like incredible spaces in the MC of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like I'd seen a Carrie James Marshall show there a few years ago, and I was like. That was a fucking incredible show. I don't know if this is like hometown hero to some yeah, degree, yeah. right? Like well, well, just like, well, like, yeah. But then, like, you know, I talked to guys like Hans Roger Obrist, who like collaborated with him a lot, and he started to help me understand what Virgil was doing. And so, in December, when he was doing this big Louis Vuitton show, I reached out to LV and I was like, I want to interview Virgil. Mm. Like, I want to like, like, you know, write about him in the art space because I finally get it. And I think that the fact that he's doing this show in Miami during Basel, mm-hmm. like it all makes sense. Then he died. Mm-hmm. And did like, you go to that uh, Miami? I did. Yeah. Um, but I was ready to sort of talk to him like as an artist. And like, 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 you talk, like to co-sign him in your own way, kind yeah, of, I mean, or he doesn't need well, my he, co-sign. He, right. Like his vision had, had cohesed into like a real thing. Yeah. Well, like I just sort of started to get it because like he was just operating on his own terms and not the art world's terms mm-hmm. and not like he wasn't really making space for a white cube for like a gallery <laughs> space. And like that, didn't really hit for me until like I read more. 
Um, and so I really wanted to talk to him about that, like, and like just sort of explore that more. And yeah, so I was like really uh, uh, ready when, yeah. I, when I heard yeah. about what happened. A lot I mean, of people like, were. I know obviously. a lot of people were, but yeah. I was in sort of like a different way. And then like as soon as like the news came out, like it turns out that so many people in the art world were sort of going through a similar kind of like uh, relationship with him as an artist. Again, everyone respects like just starting to give him his, his flowers or understand. Uh And then it's, you know, Mm -hmm. cut down in his prime. It was really, really, uh, you know, horrifically sad, of course. And like, you know, so many people in the art world showed up to that show. Um, just to like not just pay their respects, but just be like, damn, well, it's a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Of a lifetime. It was a celebration. And it was, you know, a classy. Really, it was very classy. It was really moving and really amazing. That was one of them, which is one, what good art should be. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Ironically enough, yeah. Um, and it was a real like highlight of just you know the last year or two, really. Uh, that show and the party afterward. Uh, I, I really, I'm really glad that I got to write about it and sort of make that the center of my Miami Basel reporting. For sure. All right, real quick. Last artist. Last, well, I'm going to do a quick two-piece. So just, again, off okay. top. Because Tom Sachs, you mentioned, mm-hmm. what, what's your thought? Tom Sachs, elevator pitch or, or, or Rorschach reaction. gut reaction. Tom Sachs is a fucking anarchist. He's a fucking <laughs> rock star punk motherfucker. Okay. And people don't get that. People think it's cute or it's like Wes Anderson-y. Ooh, or it's like, like you twee. Know, it's not Interesting. Twee. It's not twee. He goes fucking hard. <laughs> I, fuck with, fuck I yeah. fuck with Tom. I fuck with Tom. Last artist, Banksy. Yeah. Banksy. I don't think about Banksy that much. I <laughs> really, I, I don't even think about you. I, no, I just don't. It's just like, what's he like as a person? <laughs> Do you know who Banksy is? Almost got me. No, I don't Damn. know who Banksy is. Really? Is he, is he the massive attack guy? Are you Banksy? No. Wait, what? He's the massive attack guy? I, I don't know. I think that's the, not real. No, that's probably not real. Um, I, I mean, like, it's never really been that interesting to me. Like, ever. really? Not even fucking um, exit through the gift shop era. Yeah, I mean, I was, peak. I saw, I saw New York a girl, residency. girl throwing flowers. The New York residency that did kind of hit for me. I remember being excited. It's a big fucking. It was deal. all in my neighborhood, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, there's another one here. There's another one here. That was cool. It's just I think that like in the last few years since he pulled that stunt at Sotheby's in London, which I was present for. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Like, what was the what was the reaction? Oh that what well, yeah? What was that like? It was pandemonium. It was insane, <laughs> and that was like cool to be there. But then did you get it on? IG? Uh, I kind of did because I was like pretty close to it. So like after the gavel came down on like the the work, like like everyone's just sort of like shuffling and like, that never happens in an auction. And so I looked and it was like I saw like the, the end sh- of the, the shreds shredder coming out. Yeah. I didn't have time to get my phone up uh, to get it. Also, I was just like really shocked. I was, did like, the fact that it on? became more valuable after like the Banksy <laughs> stunt happened? He knew what he's doing. Yeah, dude. no, that, that, like- that's that's not a surprise to me. I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing. The problem was it was cool in the moment. And like afterward writing, I was like, wow, this is like the most exciting thing Banksy's ever done. But the amount of press that it got ruined it. it was yeah, it was just like we're still talking about this, really. And then like yeah. that's a goat moment. That's pretty crazy. No, Yo, totally. who did, and no, and you believe that nobody knew that was completely unplanned. I mean, I've asked like, Sotheby's so many times. They claim they really didn't know anything about it. And, what, also, and what do like, you believe in your heart of hearts? I believe that they're telling the truth because they wouldn't let this shit go down. Like, like it's a circus. It becomes yeah, a circus. Yeah, they don't want that to happen. I mean, they were happy about it in the long run because it yeah. got them so much press and attention and whatnot. But like that's kind of a nightmare for an auction house to see. Oh, for sure. Well, and because they have no control, right? Which is it's all about control. So I don't think they were in on it. I don't think they would have ever let that happen. Man, who knew that Lawrence was such a fucking Banksy stand? Well, 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 and my (laughs) one one final thought. Oh, more more Banksy talk, Lawrence? Well, I had one follow-up, but do you have something else? No, no, I'm just going to say, like, yes, like, I don't think about Banksy that often, but that moment in London was really exciting. It was kind of cool, and it was, I definitely fucked with what he was doing there. Just, like, the aftermath of it now, like, his prices are going through the roof. So you say he's washed up. 
uh, I don't know if he's washed up necessarily, but like this moment of the Banksy career where he's like now selling work for like $15 million isn't the most exciting thing. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm sure he thinks it's part of his practice to sell these works for that much money. And like, like it's all part of the fucking, you know, thing that he's been doing since you know, it is the artwork itself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, okay. The final, like final, final follow up. Final Banksy thought is Mr. Brainwash a real artist or a fucking scam. What is the deal there? Is that real? No, it's not real. That's Come on. really, I, I mean like, okay, Mr. So I guess a character. I mean, uh, he hasn't, it's so he did a Rick Ross album cover. I know. Okay, so he hasn't been around that much recently. Like Al Monopoly has kind of become the new Mister Brainwash, <laughs> who, by the way, one hundred percent sincere. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really the problem. Like, no, I I enjoyed sort of fucking around on this Brainwash when he was like like filling that void. He wrote a book that was very entertaining uh, about like his life as an artist. You know, Brainwash wrote a book. Fuck yeah, a picture oh, yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know who actually wrote. So you, thing. so you, gun to head. Uh, you're saying Brainwash is a character. He's a character. Sure, sure. I, I, he hasn't really been doing much for the last few. So he's I, made I would like up. For him to come back. Okay, interesting. Who's on your Thank artist you. Mount Rushmore? Clearly not Banks. You're Mr. Brainwash, but artist Mount Rushmore. Four, top four of all time. <laughs> Sounds like Tom Sachs might like, be on like, there. Like going back, like like fucking Michelangelo shit. Like, yeah, bro. Well, yeah. Top four Yo, all Donatello, time. Donatello, Raphael, Leonardo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the fucking the, Ninja the, the, Turtles. I mean, like Splinter. Uh, I mean, I don't Casey know. Casey Jones. Like, April O'Neil. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's tough, man. Like, you got to think about, like, all different just kinds per- of... Like, personally speaking, yeah. you just... I mean, like, I think in terms of just, like, the way in which art has evolved over the last century, like, you put Duchamp on there, just, mm-hmm. like, like in terms of inventing conceptual art, essentially, you know, by, like, you know, with ready-mades, like, turning an mm-hmm. object into art that's yeah. basically everyone else. Speaking of taking a piss in Ibiza, bro. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you got you got him in the mix, like, you know... Um, okay, one slot down, three to go. Be, you know, be wary of your slots. I mean, Picasso is the greatest artist probably who's ever lived. It'd be kind of wild not to say that. I mean, the guy made like three, I mean, Jay-Z made a song about him. I mean, he made three <laughs> bangers every day. Like, the guy was in <laughs> Three bangers a day for five summers. For, for, for 90 years. Like, the, like And, like, you know, there's so much. Did you see the tweet shit. that went viral just recently that was like, Picasso died in 1975. I thought he was alive in the 1500s. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, go back to social studies, one. But uh-huh. Yeah. And then, you he know, got mad pussy. I, I fuck with Goya. <laughs> Goya is just like the. Like he also the, got mad pussy. Mm, yeah. Totally. Mm, Saturn Goya, devouring his son. Yeah. Goya's, mm. Goya's the, the greatest <laughs> who ever did it. Nom, 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 nom. Also, yeah. uh, name drop by Pusha T. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Totally. Goya's fire. Yeah, that would Goya, be on mine. Yeah. So, th- so that's that's a, a good third, I would say. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, you know, number four, uh, let's let's choose a living artist. You know what? Like the God Henry Taylor is on my, my fucking Mount Rushmore. Noted uh, Drake. Yeah. Right. Drake owns a piece you mentioned. Uh, Henry's a, a friend and also just he's probably, your greatest living artist. I felt like a little bit of a nepotistic slot. Maybe. I, look, I just I want to shout out Henry. I love Henry. There. Yeah. Is Hockney alive or is Hockney dead? What? Hockney's alive. He's alive? Yeah. Okay. What, artist is the, what artist is the best <laughs> style? Hockney, Hockney. Yeah, Hockney. Hockney is great style. Picasso f- had yep, fire totally. style. Uh, yeah, who else really got a fit off? Oh, Dali like, had Dali, six swag. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he had like a cheetah or like an ocelot. He, yeah, he had he had all those things. I think. Fucking <laughs> 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 man yeah. was fucking zooted and booted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that first and foremost you are a writer, but are you also a failed artist, Nate Freeman? Like were you What's ever were you ever dabbling in art? Come on, bro. No, no, really, really not. Um, that was never my calling. I mean, like it was always writing. 
Yeah, always. but you like, attempted. I mean, when I was a little kid and I was in art class, <laughs> your shit, shit sucked. Or yeah, no, fire. my shit sucked. It was, it was horrible. It was like the teacher was like, "Yo, Mr. Freeman, yeah, you should, like, this listen, doesn't you should look become like a writer because yeah. your fucking right no. watercolor game is weak. Your yeah, stroke it was, game it was, is weak. It was weak as fuck. It was just like I couldn't fucking do it. I still can't. Like my your motor crayon combos. Did you ever fuck around and try to get busy at home, like on a like a quiet Sunday? I, I really don't. Like I just like I can't pull it off. I can't do it. Like it's just not. Like I, I don't have to find. Is that like your, draw well and like when you close your eyes to go to sleep at night and like obviously you have an amazing fucking career you're fucking killing it but like is there a part of you that would like like to be a a sculptor or something like I mean kind of just because like I want to be a rapper have so much fucking fun <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. like it's like yeah like it'd be dope to have like a crazy opening with all your work on the walls and hundreds of people I want Drake to buy my fucking yeah. art and, and you can like, tell your artist to go fuck herself and then like Larry Goshen showing me and he does a Balthazar buyout and I'm like yeah like that sounds sick you've thought fun. about this of course I have yeah yeah of course I have yeah do you have okay but you are a writer first and foremost Um, this is the job that you were meant to do do you have writing ambitions beyond true colors like do you want to write like a screenplay or a novel or anything I mean I, I I've sort of been in discussions about like like doing a book, uh, working on like a TV project, mm. stuff like that. So like that's the, you got the, stories for days. You got the I material. Know. Those irons are in the fire. I, you know, I don't really know what's going to come of them. But, but reporting like, for Vanity Fair has always been a dream of yours. Absolutely. Yeah. How then has that dream job, which seems like kind of an old school one. And yet you are also such a beloved dime square figure. Like, how, why, are you, why are you so beloved by those fucking yeah. ketamine snorting motherfuckers? Good question. Good question. Um, well, I was around in 2020 when uh, Goots uh, was starting the Drunken Canal with Claire. And so I just got to know them really early and like was hanging out. Your with boots the crew. on the ground. Uh, yeah, I lived really close. Boots with boots. Boots on the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I was just always around a clandestino and I met them really early and like they're just like really, you know, inspiring, cool young people. And so, like, which is rare. Yeah, which is rare. No, seriously. Like, like for, I mean, how are you as a, how old are they? 20, 25. Yeah, how yeah, are you at 25? I, I mean, I, I know I was a monster. I was, yeah, I was, a fucking you're getting rat. body slammed by Connie's <laughs> yeah. bodyguards, bro. Right. But at the same time, like, you know, I was like, damn, like, where are the young kids like doing something cool? For years, I was thinking that, like, before, uh, the, the like specifically hit. downtown, you mean? Yeah, like, or? it was like, where, like, where are the young writers who were like coming up? And then all of a sudden, it happened with the Drunken Canal, like, and, and Dun Dime Square, like, all of a sudden there was a crop of like 22 to 24 year old writers, you know, artists. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Who were um, interesting. Well, what do you were interesting. Yeah. And, and like, so I was like, you guys are cool. I fuck with you. And like, they were like, you're old, but like you, we can still fuck with you. It's fine. <laughs> it's Superman. Uh, yeah. what do you, but what do you think of that? Like there was a, uh, like a viral sub stack that was like, or maybe it was even in like a summation of a sub stack in like New York mag, but it was like, Hey, like where, why has there been no good art to come out of the whole dime square thing? Yeah. Uh, good question. I mean, I would argue that there, there what is, is that definition of art too, by the way, you know, yeah, well, like the canal is, is great art. Montez press radio. Uh, across yep. the street is is awesome and you know there are artists that like live and work around there and showing galleries around there it's not like like you know directly linked to dime square or about dime square but right. like there are lucian smith right would be lucian yeah lucian lives uh you know a few I'm trying to away. think who, who else um, though like uh yeah you know, lucian's always in the mix um yeah, yeah but the, you know, there's there's always artists around um i don't know if there are many who are making work about what's happening in Dime Square uh, directly. But like, you know, there are writers like Dean Kissick, who I think is, sure. you know, like a really important art critic who's come out of that to some absolutely. extent. Um, fellow Happa. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so like, uh, you know, and I think we'll see more of it, 
you know, uh, it's still uh, it's still know. fomenting. Yeah, it's still fermenting. I mean, like <laughs> you know, like if you're 23, 24, and you're an artist, like it's hard to really get that much traction yet. Yeah. Like, Are, you know, was that article being like, where's where is the fucking like dash snow from? Like, what are they saying? So, where bit, where's yeah. the Richard Prince? Where's like right. that's basically what it's positive. There isn't like one artist who is like super famous. Well, hey, like, if you're the listening, face of it or yeah, listening, I mean, it could be you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Rafa, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like, I mean, like, Lucian is, is is still like very much on the scene, and like like he's doing some really cool NFT stuff. Actually, he's um, also a bit older too. Yeah, no, you know, Lucian's like almost my age. Um, but like I think that we'll see artists coming out of of that scene uh, more prominently. Give it next time. Year, you know? Give it time. Is there any part of you that is on some like self conscious? And James and I, I, well, I don't know. I can't speak for James, but I always feel this way whenever we go to fucking any dime square function. But some for you, like how do you do, fellow kids, old guy shit or? Uh, somewhat, or do you embrace like, an elder statesman role? <laughs> I mean, like, I kind of do because, like, you know, sometimes Goose and Claire are like, well, how do you do this journalism thing? And I'll be like, I'm, I'll help. It's right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. like, and then how they, do you do journalism? That was early. Now they, right, now they right. know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. um, and uh, so I do feel like somewhat of an elder statesman, but, like, I'm not, like, the only one. Like, sure. Dean's around. Yeah, there's a lot of old people. That, <laughs> there are yeah. a lot of old people at Clando, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> talking, like, to the tw- talking to the 23-year-old girls. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> And like, yeah, I'm I'm old. I'm married. Like you know, I'm about to have a kid. So like, I definitely feel older than them. But like you know, that's part of the understanding. Like they, yeah, they, like it's like cool that like they're younger and I'm older. Yeah, you know, sure. Like, Intergenerational. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned having a kid. Congrats on the sex. Yeah, Which brings oh, us to yeah. thank you. The next yeah. topic, the podcast. We just did meat and potatoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. so time, <laughs> time to talk about That's sucking and fucking for all the kids at home. Meats and cheeks, baby. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. How horny do people get at art parties? Yeah. Uh, pretty horny, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, like, are people fucking in the bathroom? Yeah. Have you caught people beating cheeks? Uh, I don't, I don't think I've caught them red gotcha. but it definitely <laughs> happens. Like, clack, clack. like, like, there's so much like money and booze and drugs yeah. going around. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are fucking. You got a yeah. little powder on your nose and a little something on your lip. Yeah, dear. yeah. Exactly. Can we get a, can we get a quick um art ho report? Because you're yeah. you're dealing with like the upper echelons. I don't even know it's if got- art hoes exist at the fucking levels that yeah. you're talking to. What's the status of the art ho situation yeah. right now? Twenty twenty two situation. I mean, like, like, like how, like, like, like definition ho are we talking? Like uh, how how many how many uh, mulligans are we seeing at the fucking Biennales? <laughs> How many mullets? I mean, people, mullets. What did I say? Mulligans? You said mulligans. <laughs> How down, many mulligans we see that the people masters? Are down fuck. People are down to fuck, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, like, I'm, I've been out of the game for a while, so I'm not, like, really privy to this, but, like, yeah, like, if you're. But you got to observe the world, thirstiness for people, sure. People sleep around with everyone, like, and it's kind of like, not like free love or whatever, but, like, <laughs> people, like, like, like. It's part of the know, appeal, I'm date. sure, to get into the space. Yeah, it's like, like, like some guys dated, like, like five people, now dating someone mm-hmm. else, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's, like, Eskimo brothers in, like, some related way. Like, mm-hmm. it's. Like it's an interconnected group of people who are attractive. And are there like drunk and you know. are there like famous art ho groupies? The way that like like Penny Lane and almost famous. <laughs> hmm. I mean, maybe there used to be more muses. Like, sorry, muses. I mean, there was always people also who, like, just not a real person. She was based on a real person. Was she? But that yeah. wasn't even her Penny real name. Lane. Famously, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking. <laughs> The most famous art home. Yeah, I just famous. love using a fictional character as basis in fact of asking a real question. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. I mean, you have people who like date artists and like they go for groupies. Artists. Yeah. Like, like that exists. Sure. Mm. But like, what do you say? Muses, groupies. Muses. They're just like, you know, that's their type. Like that, their type yeah. is just like dating yeah, artists. In that world. Well, you are having a kid soon. What do mm-hmm. you think? How do you think this will affect your lifestyle? What do you think the biggest change will be? 
Well, I mean, I'm going to take a bunch of time off. Oh, you know? nice. So, oh, you're doing so. a little paternity leave officially? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, so, dude. No column really in July and August. Alas, but which famously is like when the art world kind of right, 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 right. sleep. It's, it's dead anyway. How convenient! I, very, it's almost it's, like you timed it. We, we didn't time it, but it is very convenient. It is yeah. certainly convenient because sure. yeah, it's like I don't really care about like writing whatever fucking is going on in the Hamptons. Like, like that's right, all, right. you know, it's oh, like so. Is that is that the is that cornier than Miami? Because there's no, it's it's not. So what it's happened? Big money. What happened during the pandemic was a bunch of very legit galleries, open spaces mm-hmm. in the Hamptons. Before it was just collectors. Some artists who bought houses there in the 70s, you know, when they were affordable. Pollock. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, even after that, they were affordable until like the 70s, I think. Um, so, like, you'd have galas. You'd have, like, the Parish Museum had stuff, you know. Um, so there was, like, stuff going on, but, like, there wasn't any, like, actual, like, art market, you know, because there were mm-hmm. galleries. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, during the pandemic, a ton of galleries opened space in the Hamptons. So, like, in the last two years, like, it's been, like, there's been stuff going on, like, you know, because if you have a gallery space... You have to have like a show every month, so right. Like, there's reason to go. You got to program that shit. Yeah, exactly. So like, there's reason to go out there to see the shows. Um, so there's more going on in the Hamptons than usual. Um, but it's still very sleepy. It's yeah, it's a vacation town. You know, like, yeah. It's like having a gallery in Aspen. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like um you have some nice little uh Benny's benefits and perks at Vanity Fair, Condé Nast, where you get a nice uh chunk of paternity leave. So let's talk about your job at Condé Nast, Nathan. How much how much money do you make? <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. No. <laughs> what do you like to spend your hard-earned money on? Yeah, diapers. Diapers. Yeah. Are well, you stocking? Are you like stocking up like stock the, crib, the crib? Baby ready? Uh, well, we got we got the crib. We got the bassinet. We've got a bunch of shit in the baby room. Stroller. Uh, we do have a stroller. Car yes. seat. Uh, no, we don't have a car seat yet. Um, that's coming. But we have almost everything, and the room is looking pretty set. But is it like? Is it like? Are you going out to eat five times yeah, yeah. a week? I mean, prior is it like? To, prior is it good? Fu- is it good food? Yeah, is it oh, good wine? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah socializing. Is it art? Do you, you art? Do you buy art? Um, I don't usually buy art. I have a few things that were like gifted to me, and my wife has a bunch of stuff, like some really incredible stuff. So we have like a little, small, small collection that's, okay. that's pretty, pretty great. Um. I don't really have the funds to buy art all that often, unfortunately. But yeah, definitely like nice dinners out. Like, you know, what are like, your, okay, you're a big gourmand, you're a big food guy. Mm-hmm. Um, food's big in the art world. What are your current must hits in New York City restaurant wise? Great, great question. Just off top for the, for the note takers at home. I mean, Ultra always sure, go to. Of course, classic. I mean, like, never disappoints. It's just shout out Ignacio the God. You're, um, you're at Odeon twice a week, right? Odeon is not a culinary destination necessarily, it's, but it's for the vibes. It's a vibe. It's it's a vibe. You're there it's, for the vibes. You're not there a, for the food. Though I will say the French onion soup, just the right amount of salt, there, it's they, really if good. If you order right, it's great. And like, honestly, I... If you, I, want, if you want buffalo chicken dumplings, which those are Those I don't fuck with. Those I don't fuck oh, with. Oh, really? Because I was going to say, they're not that bad. You I know. those? I've had them before, yes. I was there with 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 uh, <laughs> uh, with the god Caitlin Phillips the other day. And she, oh, shout out Caitlin Phillips. She, she insisted on getting those things. They're not... Dude, I'm telling you. I don't. I don't eat them. But they I get sound. Why people get them. They sound. T- you didn't I, try one? I guess I've tried. I've, I've had them. They're fine. Oh, they they're sound extra, terrible. Garcon, extra ranch, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I have my shit that I like at the Odeon. You know, like, like kale salad. Well, yes, I get the kale, kale Caesar. Sal- I get the kale Caesar with chicken mm-hmm. at lunch, and then cocktails. Get the sh- I get the shrimp cocktail and the fries. And oysters with cocktails. And if I'm having dinner, it's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. It's a exactly. Vibe. You're not there for the food. And, and you know what? They have fucking Budweiser bottles. They do. Yeah, and that goes do. real well with a fucking that's how we That's how we first team. got to know each other. I know. Max Club Deuce, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were going to bring oh, this up. Right. When I almost missed my flight. He's told, me, he's told this story like 12 times. Not on the dude. pod. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, on the pod. No, the greatest bar in America, Max Club Deuce in South Beach, Miami, the shittiest fucking dive bar of all time. Mm -hmm. Last time I was there, a sex worker threw up all red gatorade all over stuff, looked like blood. Sounds like me and up and down, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we first linked up. Um, big link up with Maddie Lynch, Uh Noah Johnson, Noah Johnson, Narc Dad. Um, and a few other homies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had a flight to catch, and we were just having fun watching the Giants game, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I heard you were blackout drunk. No, I was not blackout drunk, but I was too drunk to be able to make my fight <laughs> on function. time. And I realized that my fight was like boarding when I was at the deuce. <laughs> that, is, that is a bad revelation, and, dude. And I was like, I gotta go. Uh, you had a great fit. You were chain smoking the whole time. Yeah. Fire. So like I hopped in the Uber, got to the airport, like breeze through security. And I was running down the hall trying to get there. As I, I saw the door being closed, my shoes were untied. I didn't have time to tie them. I had to run with my shoes untied because I literally didn't have time. And I got there as the door was like two inches oh, from being shut. God damn. That's yeah. a, you sent, you that sent a text. That is the American dream, dude. You sent a text, yeah. you sent a text to you in the seat and we're just like, I think we'll all just like applaud it. Yeah. The, the eagle has landed. The whole bar erupted <laughs> <laughs> in applause. Damn, it's a beautiful thing, man. Oh, well, yeah. Nate, yeah. Uh, from auspicious beginnings to cur- the current, uh, you know, honestly, instant classic, classic, classic of the only podcast that matters. We want to thank you for like a buffalo off. chicken dumpling at Odeon. Yeah. It's a fucking classic shot ranch chaser. Um, before we get you out of here and into yeah. the afters, we want to offer up some constructive criticism because you're obviously doing sure. super well. Yeah, right? love it. Um, you're having a kid soon. You're working your dream job. Mm-hmm. You're fucking killing it. Uh, that being said, take it or leave it. Uh, how do you suggest you take it? I'll go first. Yeah. Bring back the stash, bro. Oh, you had a robust uh, stash was so a good, robust dude. motherfucking caterpillar on your upper lip. Bring it back. Dude, the Why flavor wish, saver was robust. Why'd you chop it off? Well, I mean, I had it for a while. How was, long? Well, it was sort of a pandemic thing. I, I grew up big fucking beer when I was out in the woods staying with a buddy in, in the Catskills. And then when I wanted to chop it off, I was like, yeah, I'll leave the, the mustache, you know? Yeah. And then Dude, I, it's just, fire. I just like kept it for a few months and it was great. And then, you know, it's like a little itchy. Sure. And I was like, I'll just like, it takes like, upkeep and maintenance, which is yeah. annoying. And if so you're not I used sort of it. like trimmed it and then I was like, keep on trimming it. And then one day I was like, eh, it's, it's done. Do you think we're ever going to see it again? Yeah. Um, would you bring I it back? Like, a I, I would like to bring it da- back in like dad mode, you know? Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have <laughs> what? To, Wait, what's that? Just like, like, like I can be a dad with a stash. Like, oh, uh, I see. You know, you know, but like, uh, I, I have to consult my wife on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She wasn't a fan. Uh, she was not a fan, though. No. <laughs> well, listen, you can tell that the only podcast that matters is yeah. that it's full disagree. Fucking cosign. <laughs> She'll Nate. hear this on the pod. She's yes. she's she's a listener. Oh. I, I hope I hope she fucking tunes in and <laughs> and brings back the stash. Uh, Nate. Noted. This summer, mm. I don't know what your schedule is like. Well, I don't know be, what kind of fucking diapers. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're gonna, well, listen. Mm-hmm. When do you get sick of raising your fucking kid? Do we know the sex of the baby? It's a girl. Okay. When you're. <laughs> Congratulations, by Thank the way. Um, as the father of a daughter. Good luck with that, dog. As the father of a daughter. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when you're done raising your daughter and you look and you get the itch and you're looking to hang out with a couple white cubes <laughs> and scratch it, baby. How about attend this summer's throwing fit barbecue as our guest VIP honors fucking red carpet. full regalia red carpet everything and listen bro you guys if you have a good enough time maybe who's to say maybe you're right about it i don't know 
I would be honored. Open invite. I would be honored. Gooch came through and it was like the fucking Queen of England yeah. wearing a <laughs> red leather trench coat. Yeah. Or whatever. I would be had. honored, gentlemen. Yeah. I would be honored. Just, to, just, yes. just thrown out there. No date yet. It will we'll send, happen. We'll send you an STD when we when we get to save the date yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give you send we'll, that STD. Yeah, <laughs> listen, you can catch that STD like Jerry Rice in the end yeah. zone, dog. Send it right but to listen, phone. the offer is open, and either way, we would just love to have you fucking on some type of metaphorical throne, holding court, just doing what you. Do. I would be honored. Count me we want to see. We want to see. We want to see LeBron. Do his thing, bro. Mm. <laughs> he's like, but he's LeBron. Yeah, he's LeBron. Okay, sick. We want to see Gunner. Sick. I'll we take it. See you. We want to see, see you on you Sergio Giovanni Kitchens mode. I'll be dude. there with Gunner. How, yeah. yeah. How about that? <laughs> Imagine Nate, you pulled up with Gunner. That thank you for coming sick. on. Too. Yeah, appreciate you, podcast man. Where can the kids follow you? Oh yeah, what do you want to plug? Follow me on the uh, Twitter and Freeman One Two Three Four, and on the Instagram, which is the same thing, and Freeman One Two Three Four. Which I honestly, because you know we're doing a little research, like looking at the stash and just marveling at your excellence, and I was like, yo, that's kind of. A fire handle and more people should do that. And I'm kind of like buttered that I don't have that. What That's you, L. One, Schlossman, no. one, two, three, four. Yeah, no, no. Your name, one, two, three, four. Oh, is I fire. think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. And you know yeah. you're going to be able to get it. Yeah. No, That's, I, I, all, that's also easy. definitely your password, too, right? Uh, <laughs> to everything, yes. True Colors, Vanity Fair, weekly? Weekly. Weekly. Every Thursday, VanityFair.com. Check it. I it's going to be good. I might got to subscribe. That's all I can say. <laughs> Chef, hit that motherfucking outro music. To show if I was cool. And when I finally got sober, felt ten years older, but fuck it, it was something to do. I'm living out in L.A. I drive a sports car just to prove I'm a real big baller because I made a million dollars and I spend it on girls and shoes. But you don't want to be high like me, never really know why like me. You don't ever want to step off that roller coaster and be all alone. And you don't want to ride the bus like this Never know who to trust like this You don't want to be stuck up on that stage singing Stuck up on that stage singing Oh, I know Sad souls Sad souls Darling, oh, I know Sad souls Sad souls 